Thank you for tuning into the Wolberts. This is where libertarians get together to talk about the issues you really care about. It's a different kind of liberty program. We're the radio talk show that is not hosted by a left-wing grifter or a narcissistic cult leader. No. Write down our toll-free website. You're going to need it. It's www.lowberts.com. HTTP colon forward slash forward slash www.lowberts.com. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being part of our program. Here we are together again on the RSS feed. I am here again with Matt Pritchard. How are you today, sir? Uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, it's way too cold in Texas. It's 85 degrees yesterday and 30 today. <laughs> I feel you. And of course, I am the internet Jim Jesus, jimjesus.com. Um, yeah, so I'm, what, like 40 minutes south of you, somewhere in there, depending on traffic? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in North Austin, so a little bit more than that. It's okay, probably, probably about an hour. hour. Yeah. So I'm in San Antonio, which I love this place as much as I hate it. Um, <laughs> and it's not, and it's mostly to do with little tiny things. Like I don't have access to uh, alcohol at certain periods of time during the day, which I am not used to. And I keep forgetting. I'm like, oh yeah, it's like three o'clock in the morning. I'm a night shift guy. So yeah, I get home from work, you know, at six o'clock in the morning and I just want to, you know, have a glass of something before I go to bed. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, you don't have anything. I'm going to go to the store. Oh, wait, and I can't buy beer until 10. And I'm like, I'm not going to wait around until 10 a.m. And then I'm going to look like an alcoholic buying alcohol at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah uh, it is. It's super weird because I remember my friend and I went to a gas station. And uh, actually, I may be having a senior moment here. I may be stealing his story. Uh, but he went to a gas station oh. and uh, yeah, <laughs> and he, he retarded. Uh, so he, <laughs> I know you're not retarded. But so it was uh, what, like Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like 11 p.m. or like 11:59 or whatever. And he gets there, and he's like, uh, "Yeah, so I just want to get some beers." And they're like, "Yeah, we can't do that." And they explain it to him, and he's like, "There's a bar across the street. Can I get alcohol there?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, you can go do shots, do whatever." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, we went to Still Austin, um, <laughs> and we wanted to buy a bottle, and it was nine oh seven. PM. Yeah, like their computer systems, uh, they won't even allow you right. allow the people to to sell you the alcohol. So we were like, oh, so we can't buy a bottle? No. Well, can I have another old fashioned? Of course. <laughs> yeah, here you go. <laughs> it's like okay, brilliant. All right, <laughs> makes perfect yeah, sense. Price, yeah. price, price you pay for living in a, an otherwise free place. We are living in Texas, some of the freest people on the entire planet, yeah. uh, which is, you know, not just talking out of our ass. That's, that's actually a real thing in these, uh, bizarre times, but there's some hits and misses like there's, so there's this bill that got passed or was it a bill? I don't know what this is. Um, it says Abbott. I'm not, I don't, I really don't trust the media's representation of how things work, uh, for obvious reasons. Um, but let's just just go with their with their thing. They're saying that Texas or uh, Abbott orders Texas probe of medical procedures for transgender children. And I guess uh-huh. the the thing is, is he's saying that for parents to put their prepubescent children through transitional uh, things is, you know, child abuse, which I agree with. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. true. 100 percent. However, I don't think his solution to that is very helpful. I think it's what's the solution. So the solution is. 
there, well, there's two things that I disagree with that. I haven't read through the whole entire thing, but basically the idea is that if you are aware as a, as a Texas citizen, if you're aware that a child is going through sexual reassignment procedures of any kind, um, and you don't report it to the state, you're in trouble. Like you have a duty to report. Now I can understand if you're like an educator or you're a mental health professional, then yeah, you should be, you should be kind of not forced. But if we're going to have this apparatus, right, that, that those at least those people should be responsible to report. Yeah, gen- generally, though, those abuse. are the people who are trying to perpetrate it. <laughs> yeah, but those are the people who are perpetrating it. So yeah. it, I don't know if that's going to be particularly helpful. Um, but what if you're not exactly sure what the law is? Like, no, most people don't care about all this stuff. They just kind of go about their day and they see a kid like, oh, I don't want to get involved with it. Well, now you're going to go to jail because you didn't report it and you saw it. Uh, and uh-huh. ignorance of the law is no excuse. So that's one issue that I have with it. The other issue is that they're going to be putting this into the hands of uh, CPS or the Texas version of CPS, which I don't know about Texas specifically, but across the entire nation and federally, the CPS is a shit show, to say the least. Um, Carlos Morales actually wrote a book. I can't remember the title of it off the top of my head. But if you look up Carlos Morales CPS, guaranteed you'll find not just his book, but many of the talks that he's done. The horror stories that come out of CPS is just like devastating and heartbreaking. It's some of the worst things ever. Like they'll take people even out of not even um, abusive households. People will report people that they don't like just to be jerks to the CPS and say, oh, they're abusing their kids. They'll take them, put them in a foster care where they actually are getting sexually or physically abused or neglected. This yeah, happens CPS all the is, time. is a very, very dark organization that you really like. It's the last thing you want in your life. Mm-hmm. So that's another problem. It's like, OK, you're going to take these kids who are getting abused with this trans- transgender like um, reassignment surgery and stuff like that early. And then you're going to put them in the, in the care of someone who might, you know, think that's sexy and molest them. That's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the solution is there, but I mean, I mean, these kids that are being given hormones and and all this shit is like something has to be done. I don't know uh, what I don't know what it is, but it's uh, it's psychotic that people are going along with this and putting children through irreversible uh, medical procedures over things that you know, like kids. Most kids tend to grow out of uh, the uh, gender mm-hmm. dysphoria. Uh, almost all of them do. Some of them don't. And that's why we allow, you know, adults can make contracts and, you know, make medical decisions about themselves. But we don't allow children to do, to do those things because they aren't mentally capable of understanding the consequences of their actions. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I think that, like, there's going to be a reckoning in, in 15 or 20 years when these kids start suing their parents uh, mm-hmm. for putting them through this. Um, something's going to happen because not everyone's going to end up uh, on the other side of that happy that, uh, that they're now uh, a girl or a boy. So I don't know. So like I couldn't, under- so, I mean, there are like trans people that come out and say like, Oh, I wish I transitioned sooner. And maybe of course. that particular person may have, but there has been lots of times where, um, they will have already gotten started doing this stuff. And by the time they hit pubescent age, they go, Oh, I'm, I'm not really trans. I'm just gay. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. And that's actually something that's like that. That is really, really horrible because you have like a lot of young boys and uh, it, it actually th- turns out, I think that, that young girls are the ones who are transitioning. Uh, yeah, I think that's what it is. Uh, more than more than boys. But there is now, whereas like you just used to have effeminate little boys who grow up to be gay men, like they're being told, no, you are a girl. That means you're a girl, you know, because you want to play with girl toys and wear a dress or makeup or any of this stuff. Like it's, it's really, really horrible because gay people for a long time uh, had to fight against that. <laughs> they had to fight against being basically considered uh, something other than being a man. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, it's, it's really horrible. Um, and the people supporting this, I just, I have no idea what's going through their heads. Um, I know that people like the, the suicide rate with transgender people is extremely high and that doesn't seem to be affected by whether or not they transition. And so like, I think parents are being scared into, uh, going along with this, um, basically by thinking like, well, you don't want your kid to commit suicide, do you? And they want to, they'll do anything to try to prevent that. But, um, it's, it's obviously being pushed on, uh, way way more kids uh than we can reasonably ever believe are actually transgender or experiencing gender dysphoria um i mean it's like the the statistics increase every single year um now which is like that's clearly not how it was previously but the statistics are getting higher for kids transitioning or suicide yeah or both uh the the i don't think suicide but the for kids transitioning yeah, that's yeah, and a lot. Uh, I think um, I've I've heard watch watch us get fired because of this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, it's a good thing that a lot of the industries that I work for, especially now, um, it's either it's if I'm working for mental health, they're probably going to be a little bit more inclined to fire me. But if I'm working more in like as a CNA, um, they're probably going to more agree with me because m- the vast majority of those places are like very Christian, openly Christianly owned and uh-huh. they have like little Jesus stuff everywhere. And so they're going to be like, Oh yeah, but he's right though. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's funny because or he's like, not right I, enough. Used find, I used to find that stuff so off putting and, uh, because I, I grew up in like a really, really conservative, uh, very religious area of California. And, um, by the time I was out, I was like, By oh, the way, man, that, I can't those stand exist. these people. They oh, exist. yeah. North, yeah. Northern California uh, is uh, basically if you get away from the coast and Southern California, California, yep. it's like a different country. Um, <laughs> there's actually a secession movement in California yeah. uh, where they want to. Free uh, state of Jefferson. The free state of Jefferson. Yeah. Which is going to be part of Northern California and part of Southern Oregon, uh, which I think would be awesome and way, way better for those people. Um but, uh, you know, that'll not happen because uh, California is run by a fascist dictator. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not going to. Always, <laughs> always not, has been. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I, I know. But like an openly fascist dictator now. Yeah. Uh, but. Um, uh, yeah. But I mean, like I was saying, like, that's the the religious stuff used to really be off-putting to me but it's so not now it's really it's more like oh man okay these people are normal <laughs> like i'm like yeah. these people haven't lost their minds yet like they actually still believe in like you know some form of uh you know normalcy uh just because everything's getting so so far out of hand 
there are places in Southern California that are like like Orange County, especially like South Orange County, where the oh, lot yeah, of money Orange, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that, very conservative. That's changing though, because you're getting more places like Santa Ana and uh, you know Anaheim, that sort of area. Well, they're starting and, to become and because all of the all the red state people are are moving to red states. Right, <laughs> they're leaving right. California. <laughs> And, and we welcome we welcome our our uh, refugees, our non insane refugees, um, and we do not welcome those who just want to uh, have a lower cost of living uh, and bring their politics with them. Yep. Stay out of stay out of Texas. Yeah, if you're, if you're planning on coming here and voting for Beto, Beto, it will just make everything that was wrong about California wrong about Texas. <laughs> okay, and also <laughs> Beto is never going to win. No, he will this never is, win. He needs to stop. This is, it is completely psychotic. <laughs> that people still think he has some sort of a chance. He lost to Ted Cruz. He lost in the fucking presidential primary. There's, I, I don't see, loser then becomes governor of Texas. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I think this is the second time he's ran for uh, a statewide office, though. I think there was a time before that, wasn't there? So this is, I think, from what I understand, this is time three. Maybe. Yeah. It, it wouldn't surprise me. And And the other thing is, it's like AOC was apparently in Texas like a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and was like, <laughs> Texas is going to turn blue. It's inevitable. And it's like, no. I don't think that's the case. I like, I really, really don't like things are turning more red <laughs> than, they, yeah. than they were. Um, there's uh, the counterpoint to that though, is that you do have like, uh, Facebook meta is going to be uh, moving to Austin. Um, <laughs> which well, is they're going to die. They're going to die. So. I, yeah, I mean, that man, the metaverse, I think, is just dead on arrival. Yeah, I could be completely wrong about well, that, but I mean, like, even the way that they've been advertising the metaverse is so stupid. It's like, yeah, you can, you can be in a Zoom call in the metaverse. It's like, I hate being on a Zoom call. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. Why would I want to use your product <laughs> to then do it more? Yeah. Um, I really, I, I really don't want to invoke this because as soon as you say it, people are like, oh, I don't want that either. But if you had like a virtual world that was a little bit more like VR chat, um, uh-huh. but it was a little bit more, um, a little bit more open ended on the uh, creative tools, something oh, like VR. Second Life, but it was VR. No, 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 no. no, no. VR chat is uh, like, it's like the early days of the internet. Because uh, I have a couple of friends who just got into VR really heavily, mm-hmm. and they've shown me some clips of like things they've gone and seen uh, to see like worlds that have been created in VR chat. Yeah, and there is some like bonkers creative stuff going oh, on. Oh no, there. no, I'm not. I'm not discounting that. I'm just saying if there was more, if it was something in the in the tune of Second Life, where like I can mm-hmm. be in the world and create stuff in the world as a user. But from what I understand, and I could be completely wrong. Correct me if I am wrong. Um, VR. Like you basically make things in Blender or whatever you're making them in, and then you import mm-hmm. it into the world, and then you go there and look at it. Whereas Second uh, Life, Second Life, well, there is there's aspects where you create things in Blender, then bring it in, um, but you can also build things in that world if you want. But all those tools are completely like rudimentary; they never updated them. <laughs> so uh-huh. everybody just makes things and like and brings imports them in to sculpt these or mesh or whatever the hell they're doing now. Um, yeah. If they had stuff like that, that could be interesting. But yeah, VR chat is crazy. Um, a friend of mine actually runs um, a thing called Outrun, and if you go there, it's usually always empty unless they're doing some sort of event. But it's very kind of mm-hmm. like vaporwave and synthwave aesthetics all over the place. It, yeah, it, it's 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 awesome looking. 
but every time I go there, there's, there's a, like, there's I always a miss all the events. <laughs> there's a bar in Austin. The next time you're up, we should go to uh, called Coconut Club. Uh, that is all like neon and uh, vaporwave. Like they've got the vaporwave bust and oh. like uh, an art everywhere. Yeah, they play like, house music and stuff. It's 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 awesome. Why would they play? Why would they play synthwave or vaporwave? They probably do. I think it's like different nights. They do okay. different stuff. <clears throat> but you would you would very much like the aesthetic of this place. Yeah, I was because um, I've always wanted to open up my own pizzeria, but I didn't want to do like an actual pizzeria where I do wings and subs and all that other stuff. I just like pizza only. That's it. But I also wanted to have a bar to kind of make up for the shortfall of only having pizza. Right. Uh Um, So basically have a whiskey bar, but there's like a little hole in the wall that you can go and be like, Hey, you got pizza in here? Let me get one. Um, And the style that I wanted to go with was the whole synth wave aesthetic. But then I started getting more into other things because everybody's doing synth wave to death. And it's, yeah annoying me now so it's just that, too mainstream for jim yeah it's well it's not too mainstream <laughs> i just if i do it then i'm basically another person in, in millions that are doing it and it's like oh, i want to stand out yeah, a no, little I know. you want to you want to yeah, yeah you want to find something that's novel yeah so that's why i'm doing the little 90s dancing baloney nickelodeon you know Memphis uh-huh. style stuff now <laughs> so yeah if i have a bar now it's when you walk in i want it to look like uh, uh what what the hell was the name of that place bayside uh Whatever, that Saved by the Bell Diner that they keep going to. Something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what or I would the, want to make it look like. out in Angel Grove and the Power Rangers. Yeah, but a little bit darker. I don't want it to be so bright uh-huh. and shiny in there. Because no one wants to look at, you know, everything bright, neon lights yeah. while they're drinking. Nobody wants to be in a bright Taco Bell from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I don't know what you're talking about. There was a couple in Vegas that I, I knew where they were, <laughs> and I would seek them out. <laughs> Yeah. go there one of them got remodeled and it made me mad the one closest to me mm. that was upsetting but um I, I still like that that aesthetic a lot but anyways texas we, we need bayside grills or whatever the fuck they're called <laughs> <laughs> hook it up so yeah um anyways but going back to this whole the whole trans thing like yeah mm. like i understand if someone wants to you know go through that transition that's fine but i think you should wait until puberty to do it and I don't at think that's minimum, fair to the, yeah, at, at minimum, minimum, at minimum, I wish wait until you're an adult. A lot of times, because there's been so many, I've heard so many tragic stories about like, oh, I, you know, I was getting reassignment surgeries and stuff like that. And then when, when I became of age, I realized that, you know, I wasn't trans, I was just gay or I was just a lesbian. Yeah. And, or I wasn't either of those things. And yeah, that was, and I don't feel that way anymore. Yeah. That like there's uh what's her name the she played Batwoman briefly and then got canned I think probably for for what she said but uh, Ruby she was on um, that Netflix Orange is the New Black she was in that as well uh, but she oh, said Cox that, is that her name not Laverne Cox no oh. no no, no. Um, she was uh, she's oh. a lesbian played a lesbian character it's Ruby something she kind of um, kind of butch looking. Not really. Um, maybe a little bit. I mean, she's got like, I think she has like the, the side shaved head thing, but um, oh, she's a good looking woman. But um, but she said basically that she, when she was a teenager, she went through a phase where she was experiencing gender dysphoria and, uh, you know, wanted to transition and didn't and came out on the other side and was like, I'm so glad I didn't. Like, I'm a woman. 
like that <laughs> and uh now she's not now she's not batwoman anymore <laughs> oh no yeah <laughs> yeah like when i was little like um my sister got like was it those easy bake ovens you know the ones that you cook stuff mm-hmm. with a with a light bulb and i could imagine like if i had grown up today maybe with different parents my, my parents mm-hmm. now are like you know boomer cons but whatever um ruby rose <laughs> Sorry, she was. Uh, I'll just oh, interrupt okay. you real quick. Ruby Rose. She was also, I think, in one of the John Wick movies. Um, I'll send you a, a photo of her. Okay, but continue. And then I'll go. Oh, her. And then everybody will go. Who? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Anyway, um, but it's like, great that everyone can see what we're talking about. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. Like I've always that's how I was you always, podcast. Like I was always like anytime my grandma would cook, I would be like I'd in the kitchen. Like I want to learn how to cook. Um, I think it was more to do with that. I love you, mom. I'm sorry, but I really can't stand your cooking. And I've already told her if she knows, but I, uh-huh. like, so I was always kind of interested in making my own food. Um, and so like always hung out with my grandma who was, my grandma was an amazing cook. Um, and then when my sister got one of those easy bake ovens, I was like, I want one too. Like if I were to grow up today and I would, and I had those kind of sentiments, it's completely understandable that maybe a modern parent would probably look at that and be like, Oh, Jim is trans. Maybe we should. Name her Jamie and put her put her Maybe. on hormones and stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know her. Exactly. See, <laughs> we predicted that would happen, and it did. Yeah, I know her. Now you don't know who I'm talking about. Sorry, nope. chat. <laughs> um, but yeah, like yeah. But I mean, what, what, uh, that, what and then, and I would have grown up and been like, no, 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 no. What? What? No, I just I just like cooking. Yeah. I just wanted to be the next Gordon Ramsay. I don't want to be the next, uh, uh, I don't know, Julia Child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, it's it's sad because the, there's, there's so many of these kids that are, they're way too young to, I don't know, to think rationally about anything. So it's, and the idea that this isn't something that is being foisted upon them by their parents is laughable because when you see the parents and how they act and how they speak on social media it's like this is an ideology that you've adopted and it's you're allowing it basically to bleed into every aspect of your life including the life of your child yeah um whereas what it seems what's going on with uh, at least teenage girls is different that doesn't seem to be coming from inside the home that seems to be coming from their peer group and online communities um so when we used to make fun of things like Gaia online and, uh, you know, furries and everything like that. And Second life. And anime and cosplay and all this stuff like that. It's like it's literally just like a gateway into uh, it's a, um, like every, every like they're they're locuses of um, people who are who are telling kids basic essentially how to evade their parents notice with this stuff and uh all the things they need to say to school administrators um yeah and counselors and things like that to uh get the state involved to affirm their their new gender and everything like that like it's com- it's a complete mess um so tumblr uh and and all of its oh, offshoots God. and everything related uh you know, it should be burned to the ground, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, Tumblr's already burned <laughs> even, to the ground. Even, yeah, I know. It burned itself to the ground when it, when they banned uh, adult content, because that was the entire reason the site existed. <laughs> um, yeah. 
But, it subsidized um, the the woke stuff that was going on. Yep. Yep. And it spawned a lot of it. I mean, it's where all all these people kind of uh, congregated. Yeah. Now they're all on Twitter. Um, Thanks, yeah. Tumblr. Jerk face. Yeah. But speaking of abusing kids, you brought an interesting story. Oh, yeah. 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 So let me take a look at this. So um, I don't know. Can you play the audio from this video? This um, this video, it's a newscast from CNN. And the uh, what's her name? I can't remember her name, but she's the she's either part of the CDC or on her way up. She used to be um, some sort of a health official uh, for, I think, Boston or New York. So um, I can play it, but you been... won't hear it. <laughs> but will it'll, the, it'll, it'll, will the, audio... the audience hear it. Yes. Okay. So you can basically play it at the same time, but go ahead. I'll let you intro it first. Uh, yeah. Uh, so essentially the CDC came out with a study uh, that has shown that uh, the school closures and mask mandates uh, from the last two years of the coronavirus pandemic. Well, what do you know? They've had negative effects on the cognitive development of children. And so what? they're having to revise all of these uh, developmental milestones uh, for, for How child can development. How that be? I know if, if only someone had had said something about this, warned about this, um, you know, people well, have been they screaming weren't following about this. the science at the time. They weren't. Yeah. I know. And the science changed is what we found. Oh, the science okay. has changed. Uh, it's not that they were just wrong at the time and wrong now. Um, it's that the science changed. No, no, um, no. See, we were always at war with Eurasia. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Eurasia has yeah, always been our ally. <laughs> Like the, it's like oh, we're going to war like with a, a Ukraine. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, East Asians. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, we're going to war in defense of Ukraine, yeah. not with Ukraine. Oh, <laughs> get it right. <laughs> well, when it becomes the Ukraine, then then we'll, they'll be the enemy again. Yeah, yeah, then, exactly. Then we'll get another Chernobyl, and it'll collapse. And oh yeah, you know the story. Yeah. Um, but they're uh, they found that like um, kids now like babies uh, toddlers and stuff like that are they're they're having to put these developmental milestones further along uh because they are not uh developing like children usually do and it's because of things like the especially with regards to masks um that uh kids learn a lot of a lot about speech by looking at people's mouths when they talk and they can't mm-hmm. do that and so it's making kids stupid and this is going to be I don't know how this is going to play out, you know, in 20 years. This is just retarded. It's, it's <laughs> the, don't say the R word, please. Um, but it's it's going to have bad consequences. I mean, this is this is serious, retarded? serious stuff. That <laughs> that <they've, laughs> it's very serious, which is why I'm laughing. Uh, but it's serious stuff. It's they've really screwed you a lot. Doubled of, uh, down and got generation. double retarded. You got super <laughs> stupid on your own. <laughs> don't laugh oh, man look here's the fine listen i'm not laughing i'm crying kind of retarded <laughs> in that <laughs> <clears throat> go on um, but the, <laughs> don't uh, let me interrupt anyway, you uh, so yeah so so kids uh kids got really screwed by this and everyone's been saying this uh at least a lot of people have been saying it a lot of people got banned for saying this um, but now the CDC and the establishment media, corporate press, and uh, the Biden regime are, are coming out and basically 
uh, saying that, oh yeah, you know, we, this is, it looks as if there's been some, uh, some problems and this is a grim reality and, uh, we have to, you know, come to terms with and deal with this. And it's like, they're not even going to like the tweet, uh, where this video was, was from, uh, it says that, uh, they aren't just going to memory hole everything like it never happened much worse. They're going to pretend they were innocent bystanders who are now becoming champions of the very people they victimized. And they did. They victimized kids and everyone else for two years. All right. So we're ready to play the audio. Our life. Yeah. You can play the audio. Okay. And playing now. Brianna, this study is sobering, but not at all surprising. We know that school has benefit for children, and therefore when kids are pulled out of school, and also with the uncertainty of not knowing when they're going to go back, that that has detrimental impact, certainly on emotional well-being, on stress, including of the parents and caregivers who now don't know what to do about, about working at the same time. But also now we see that there are very specific impacts on cognitive development, on motor, and other milestones stones for children. Also, we see that there are huge disparities in the study that those parents and families that are the most vulnerable, most disadvantaged are the ones that are hurt the most. And so at this point, we really need policies that aim to keep children in school. Perhaps, for example, not having quarantine if children are exposed, having tests to stay or other programs. And we also need to be attentive to these long-term consequences. Can we work to close these rampant and wide educational disparities? You and I are both the. Oh yeah, that's. Uh, I, I wish there was someone who would have said something on I don't know social media, like this. I haven't seen anything at all. <laughs> I've seen a lot of uh, this post had been removed. Yep, <laughs> but I have not seen that this particular user has thing. Been suspended. Yeah, for violation of the terms of service. The yeah. Twitter safety committee. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen a lot of those, but never seen this. I wish somebody would have said something from the very beginning. Then maybe maybe we wouldn't have had this issue to begin with. It's crazy to me, though, how many people just went along with it. And it's like you see these parents showing up for the last year uh, at school board meetings and like screaming about the masks and screaming about everything. And it's like, take your kids out of school. Yeah. Take your kids out. Like they're the most important thing in your life. You know that they're being harmed. Take them out. Yeah. Yeah, and I've, I've, yeah, I've seen a lot of people like, how do we deal with this situation? It's like, you don't, you just get your kids out. Yeah. Like, and it's like, I, why I are you sending your not, kids that's to not easy? And that's, you know, it's a huge sacrifice. And, but I mean, like if it were my children and I know people who have done this and my family, people in my family have done this where they were just like, we're going to homeschool. Like we'll, we'll do whatever it takes. We're not doing this. Yeah. And here's the thing. When you do that, the school loses money. Like they, they essentially like, uh, they, they get money for every student that is enrolled in their schools. Every, every, every day your... that, that a kid shows up to school, they get paid. So yes. it's, that's why they're really hard about truancy and stuff like that is yes. because they know that if that kid ditches, they don't get paid. <laughs> so they, they, yes. they want every kid at school. And that's why they're always so hard about like, oh, let's send you to the, you know, the, the nurse. And unless you're running a fever, you're staying here. We're not going to let you call your parents. Let's tell them that you're sick. It's yeah. Like, and eh. it's one of the reasons that they're so violently opposed to things like charter schools, private schools, and especially homeschooling. Yeah. Well, that's because they're racist. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you're black, you have to stay in those shitty schools. Right. You have, if, <laughs> you if, can't, if you're, if you're a, a poor black person... You have to, you can't take your kid to a different school. No, oh, yeah. uh, you have to, you have to use the shitty one that's in your neighborhood mm -hmm. that has no money and is staffed by psychopaths. 
Yeah. And, uh, and you can't take them out and teach them yourself or anything like that. Uh, because that would be racist. Yeah. It would be racist to provide, to, to be able for parents to be able to provide a better education for their child. Well, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of, a lot of people thought that they couldn't do it. Every time I would ever bring this up to people, they were like, well, I, I mean, it's free daycare and, you know, I can't afford it and all this other stuff. And then when the pandemic happened, a lot of people were forced to do that. They had they no other choice. Do it. I know. And they it's pulled like you, it you off. You have a choice. Your kid has to, has to do it from home. Yeah. They pulled it off. And then they realized very quickly, like, oh, no, I can do this. I just got to bunch yeah. it a little bit differently. And it's, it's, and then, and then they got to see what their kids were being taught in class when they were Zoom yeah. calling. And they were like, this is what my kid was being taught. I want them out. Oh, I know. Oh, That's you been... want your kid out of school? Well, you're racist. That, that has been such a silver lining in all of yes. this is that people now know what teachers are mm-hmm. and they know what Parasites. they're doing, all of what them. they are doing to their children. It's, it's insane. And, and the, the fact that these, these teachers are saying things like, you know, it, I can't have these parents seeing what I'm teaching their children. That is like, that's not a red flag. That's a stop sign. Yeah. Like there, there should not be. The idea that there should be any sort of secrecy between uh, s- children and any any public school f- uh, figure, that there should be secrets between an adult and a child outside of the the Parents. the home is yeah. like that's so insane. That is so insane. Yeah, this is, I mean, and like nobody wants to talk about this, but the like well now know, now it, people it, are talking about it. It didn't used to be the case that they didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. Now, now everyone is talking well, about well, it. Well, now so because they're, they're, they're being confronted by it because the teachers are showing what they, what they really are. And like these, these, oh my God, there's, you know, I thought like, uh, Gen X and boomer teachers were bad, but man, oh man, the millennials way worse. <laughs> so, so much worse. And they're using things like TikTok to, you know, broadcast their insanity. And then they freak out when, you know, parents show up and are, you know, and confront them about this stuff. But there's a lot of just absolute, uh, absolute insanity. And, and the other thing is a lot of people don't want to talk about this either, but you know, like everyone will, you know, uh, like the, it's now a a punchline. It has been for 20 years about the Catholic church and the sexual abuse scandals and whatnot. Nobody wants to talk about the public schools. Oh, they're far worse. Statistically, they're far worse. worse. Like, like by like orders of magnitude. Yeah. I remember there was, I I brought this up. I was like, there was more like per capita. I haven't made that clear. I was like, I said on Twitter, like way more, there is a greater chance of that your child will be molested if you send them to public school versus a Catholic church. And I had yes. some, some uh, fedora tipper and, and I hate to say this yeah. cause I am an atheist, but like, it was like, mm-hmm. well, actually there's, there's less Catholic churches in public schools. I'm like, okay, well then let's break it down yeah, per uh, capita. And I actually walked him through the Siri, math. What is, what is the percentage? <laughs> yeah. And like, I walked oh him through God. the math and I was like, yeah. And then it was just like, well, uh, there's no accountability in the Catholic church. I'm like, there's just as much accountability sure. in the Catholic church as there is a public school, which is to say, sure. Not much. And it's not to mit- it's not to minimize the sex scandals in the, in the Catholic church, no. the pedophile scandals. Like that's horrible and awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the idea that like, you think that a public school is somehow safer than that is is completely ridiculous and totally detached from reality 
And here's the other thing is that everyone's seeing how awful the teachers unions are. How many times I, uh, someone, I think it might've been malice posted about this. It could have been Jesse Kelly or someone else, uh, you know, posted about, uh, all it's going to take is for one journalist to look into how many times have the teachers unions stood up for a teacher who was caught sexually abusing a student. How many times have they saved a teacher from losing their job, let alone, uh, you know, being reported to the police? Yeah. Be- too many, too many times. That would be a hell of a story. Yeah. That and, would be a hell of a story. And occasionally you'll get the ones that are, and when you, and the vast majority of times when I've seen these kind of scandals come out, um, it's usually females, uh, female teachers with male students. And the, usually the public, mm-hmm. uh, you know, reaction to that is nice. Yeah. And that's not nice. No, (laughs) no, especially, I mean, especially based on, on age, it's, I think that there's a, a, an enormous difference between like a 17 year old student hooking up with his teacher and, and a, you know, it's not good either, but yeah, it's it's not good. It's different. It's definitely different, but it's also like, I, I understand the, uh, the bias in in how it's perceived with genders mm-hmm. because it's like yeah you're, you're like because if you were a male student and you've I, i'm sure you've had cute cute teachers before and you would have you were going uh, like oh man i wish oh, i course. could but, but the, you don't <laughs> right right but that's that's not even it it's just no. that like a male with a female is it's like obviously there there's the imposi- there's the potential to impose a much 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 heavier cost mm-hmm. on on the female student. So I, I get the, I get why people's perceptions are, are different, are different on that, but it is, uh, the, yeah, the, the rate of sexual abuse of, of children in public schools is absolutely horrendous. And it's, and I, and nobody wants to look at it. No one wants to talk about it. Um, but I think hopefully going forward now that literally everyone just despises teachers and teachers unions because, <laughs> because of what they're showing that they're doing and what they're teaching. Um, Hopefully, they'll be a little more open to uh, investigating and talking about this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's dark stuff, but uh, public school is, like, basically the worst thing that can happen to someone, in my opinion. And and not only that, but, I mean, there's a stigma attached to the Catholic Church now because of it. And the Catholic Church has been kind of bouncing on different PR strategies in order to deal with it. First, they were ignoring it. Then they were moving them around. Yeah. And then it yep. was like, okay, we have to face it sort of, but we can't really say too much about it because this institution is so sacred and so longstanding, yeah. you know, that we have to kind of throw a little bit of it under the rug and start punishing yeah. them. Uh, but so they're handling it different and they're getting better and better. Whereas the teachers union are still putting, <laughs> putting these teachers in rubber rooms because they can't yep. fire them because yeah. the unions won't allow them to fire them. <laughs> so it's just like, Okay, yeah. well, we'll keep them away from kids, but and, they're, yeah, and they're no gonna... one's reporting them to the police. Yeah, they can't report that's, them to the police. That's the psychotic thing in, yeah. in both instances, both in the church and in and uh, in the schools. It's like the idea that like someone would just be bounced around or moved or like not fired. It's like whoa, whoa. like why didn't you call the police? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't even want. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> right, it's disgusting. Yeah, public schools yeah, are trash. But anyways, like I was saying, if your kid did nothing wrong, why are you sending them to prison? That's what a public yeah. school is. There are prison. Yeah. There are, there are yeah. prisons for kids who did nothing wrong. 
It's the only yeah. time that they're ever going to experience violence in their life. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's only been one time that I've gotten into a fight outside of school in my entire life. Since I've been out of school, it was like one time. I've, and it was only I've shortly been, after. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. I've never like, been in a fight, a physical fight. Uh, got close a couple times, but. Not, not, even, uh, not even in school? In, well, no, no, no. I was saying outside of school. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think yeah. we've gotten one fight, but it was um, very brief. Like I, I hit someone mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh, dude, I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. And it was someone that I actually went to school with. Well, won't. It was someone that I went to school with shortly after I got out of school, like yeah. graduated from school. So I was still still in that kind of school mindset. Um, but in elementary school, I was getting bullied. By the time I went to junior high, it was a brand new, you know, group of kids. And uh-huh. one one kid tried to bully me, and I was like, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna not do the again. same thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna start fighting back. And so I started fighting back. And by the end of junior high, everyone was like, All right. Jim's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We'll I never I got, hang out with the stoner kids and cool kids and stuff. I got in a, uh, I wasn't bullied thankfully, but like I, uh, I got in a fight with one of my friends in like seventh or eighth grade. Uh, is this kid really knew how to press my buttons? Um, and I think we both got suspended for like a day or two. Uh, but that was pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but not only that, but the teachers feel like they own your kid. And if you start, uh, if you start injecting things like, I don't know, self-esteem into your kid, they're going to quickly break it down. Right. uh, Or they're probably going to report you to CPS as being abusive for some reason. We keep seeing this over and over and over again. Like there is no good reason to send your kid to public school. Get them out yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Exactly. Yeah. And if, and if you're, if you're one of the people who has been complaining about, uh, rightfully complaining about mask mandates and, and zoom class and all this stuff, and like plastic barriers between kids, uh, which is a real thing. That's happening. That's a, mm-hmm. that's happening in Austin, Austin ISD. Like it's insane. Like they have. It's in I've Austin. seen the pictures of this. It's in Austin. Yeah, like they have in the public schools. There's Fuck. like barriers in some of them, but uh, where the kids sit at lunch and they sit in basically these these clear plastic cubicles. It's it's like unreal. I don't know how anyone is putting up with this shit. Um, but if you're one of the people who is sick of this, like you, there is there is a way around it which is pull your kids out do whatever it takes make any sacrifice necessary to homeschool them and you literally harm the school by doing that because you're taking away money from them Mm -hmm. and a student and you're saving your child which is the thing you're getting that's the most important thing (laughs) that's the most important thing is that you're saving your kid from not only this like just horrible horrible experience of like all this these covid restrictions and whatnot the insanity but you're saving them from being taught a bunch of nonsense. By the you're, way, I'm saving them from being taught to hate you. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a big thing. That was a big thing for me is that they were really trying to teach, instill in me that my parents were terrible. And the reason why mm-hmm. they the, – and specifically me because my dad would never did not put up with their shit. He did not put up with their shit. Like there yeah. was um, – I actually got – when I was in elementary school, like I said, I got bullied and there was a group of uh, kids that were beating up on me. Uh, there was mm. like I think there was like four people who were like who jumped me, and after mm. that happened, they told my parents that I jumped them. Right, of course. That I was responsible for it, but I was right. just playing basketball by myself, and they they came up and picked on me. Um, yeah, and my dad was like, "That is that doesn't make well, any sense whatsoever." Way, but yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Like, what do you what do you? 
I think I think this was his actual quote. I think I have a recording of it. Oh, here it is. Are you retarded? So he, <laughs> I know you're not retarded. But what are you, Down syndrome? Um, I think that was an actual quote. That was an actual recording yeah. of my dad. Yeah. Um, no, uh, but yeah, he did not put up with that stuff. Um, there was a time where they had like these Apple IIs on a network, and mm-hmm. there was all the grades were on the, the main computer of that uh-huh. network. Somehow, I don't remember doing this, but I was told that I figured out how to get into the main computer on the network from my Apple II to change my grade. Uh-huh. And their response was to try to suspend me. And my dad yeah. was like, who is the problem here when a when an eight, eight-year-old can hack your computer system? Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, when, when the oh, uh, like, yeah, yeah good point. Yeah. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so he basically turned around on that, but they, they wanted to the system. firewall and got into the mainframe. <laughs> yeah, but it was really just like, I think I probably just typed in like, I don't know, grades at the prompt, and then that was in. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, are you <laughs> Because I was eight years old, and you know, I had an I had an IBM PC Junior, and I kind of knew yeah. how to do some kind of shenanigans with it, but not really. Like I didn't know how to yeah. program. I wasn't really that nerdy of a kid, which I wish I was. Yeah. But I that happened. <laughs> and yeah. They were trying to make me out to be the bad kid all the time, um, right? And my my dad was just like not having it, and so they they would do that. Or I actually got in trouble once because they thought I was cheating on schoolwork because i refused to work out my math problems because i could just do them in my head yeah and so I, they oh my god i used to do that too so they so frustrating they tested me to make sure i wasn't cheating they put me in a room yeah. by myself my dad was in the room and the teacher was in the room and they did this test that wasn't out that we that they didn't have out yet and they were like yeah. you can do this test now and when we actually issue the test you don't have to you know you don't have to take it because you've already taken yeah. it and I did not touch the scrap paper and I got like a B or something like that. Yeah. And they were like, okay, well, I guess you can do it, but you still have to show your work. And they basically taught me oh, how to God. not work things out in my head. To this day, I still can't do math in my head because of that. <laughs> but I was a math whiz when I was a kid. Thanks, yeah. public schools. And that's it, what they're going to oh do to your God. kids too. Maybe not yeah. in math specifically, but they're going to do it. They're going to take things that you like and ruin them for you. Kids ruin in them. general are very curious and love to learn and school almost universally like pounds that out of a lot of kids. Like they, it makes them hate learning. <laughs> yeah. I walked away hating to learn and it wasn't until maybe uh, 12, 13 years ago that I actually started going like, no, I actually like reading. Yeah. I actually want to read things that are not, you know, relevant to you know entertainment interest like i don't want to read novels right. and stuff well i have some issues reading novels because of <laughs> aphantasia but uh but what, um, what is that again aphantasia like i have like minor aphantasia like, i don't have it to the point where i can't imagine or- explain to the folks at home what aphantasia is so we actually did an episode about it, <laughs> about it. Um, <laughs> so aphantasia is uh like a, it's it's a lot of people suffer from various different degrees but if you can imagine close your eyes for a second and i okay. want you to imagine a red star now on a okay. scale of one to ten how accurate can you imagine a star a shape of a star Red. Uh, 10. Clearly and accurately, like sharp edges, lines. I yeah. can't do that. I get a very kind of pinkish, white 
star. That's about you, all I can imagine. That's about it. There are people who flat out cannot imagine any oh yeah, shape. Can't visualize things. Yeah, they okay. can't visualize it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not that point. So if I read a novel, uh, it's hard for me to like imagine what's happening with the characters. Yeah, that's uh, or imagine what they look the like. Same way. Yeah. yeah. But if I see a movie adaptation, and then I read the novel. I'm great. And even yeah. the parts of the, st- the story that are not in the movie, like I can imagine everything. I'm fine with it. Cause I already yeah. kind of have an idea of who these characters are, what they look like. And I can imagine the actors playing those characters. So when I read fear and loathing in Las Vegas, after seeing the movie, it was great. Cause I could just imagine Johnny Depp and Benicio del Toro and, you yeah. know, and all those characters and the ones that weren't really there, the little off characters, it doesn't matter because it's like, they're not going to be in the next scene. So who cares? Um, so here's the real question. When you are thinking, can you hear your voice in your head? Yes. Okay, so you do have an inner monologue. Yeah, I do have an inner monologue. <laughs> okay, there is apparently, this yeah. is real, like most people or some significant portion of people don't have an inner monologue at all. But a lot like of the they, thi- yeah, a lot of a lot of the times that I think it's very conceptual. Like I don't hear like someone actually verbally. Well, speaking. you have to have a very high IQ to to think like Jim Jesus. <laughs> so you know. So I don't really have. It's not like I'm talking to myself in my head. There's times where that happens, but a, like uh-huh. if I'm thinking about something very complex and I'm thinking conceptually, uh, but if it's just like I'm walking down the street and I'm like, do I really want pizza? I'll think that. Oh, do I really yeah. want pizza or do I want like, to... Or like you can like pre-plan out a sentence in your head before you say it. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Apparently there's people that can't do that. And so like this is why like I really think that... Oh, yeah. They're called Democratic voters. The... <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Good one. Oh, where's my uh, rim shot? <laughs> no, but I think it's uh, like the the whole meme of of like NPCs being like mindless robots. Like it's just like they dream and it's just, you know, the TV static... Like that's real. Like this, like these people don't, they literally don't have a mind in my opinion. Like there's, and there's a video on YouTube of this guy who discovered, you know, that, uh, he read some paper and he's like, holy shit, there's people that don't have an inner monologue at all. And he met someone who doesn't have an inner monologue and they had a conversation and it was like blowing his mind the way that she described how she thinks and, and all this stuff. And, she was not like, he was like almost bothered by it, you know? Cause it was just like, how is it that you can be so fundamentally different from me in how you think? Like, I can't imagine not having an inner monologue. And she was not curious at all about him. And it didn't bother her at all that someone has a voice in their head <laughs> and can hear themselves thinking like she had no curiosity about it whatsoever. And to me, I'm like, that's literally what an NPC is. <laughs> like, I think these people are literally less conscious than us. <laughs> I, I could usually suss a lot of them out when you just mention, like, I want to buy a very big gun. And if their reaction is, would well, you have a small penis? It's like, All right, I know that oh, code. God, I, I know, know that line of code. <laughs> oh, my God. If gun equal large. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally. It's so ridiculous. So they are male. <laughs> yeah equal <laughs> penis size it's, small random sentence it's, it's always like the like the the weakest man who says that sort of thing yeah uh 
it's, and by it's the way, every every all of their all of their accusations are confessions. <laughs> you just copy and paste their 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 Twitter photo. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just response. copy and paste the the Twitter bio. <laughs> Not not as, not even need. the bio, just the picture, <laughs> just a little yeah. scrawny. Yeah, it's really it's really great when it's like the picture suffices, but sometimes like you just <laughs> like you you click the profile and like you read it and you're just like, oh my god, this is beautiful. He <laughs> he slash they. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. The bio. There and, like, you go. It's no when it's when it's the first word is vaccinated. Just like <laughs> oh my god, nobody cares. Masks and <laughs> waxed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or masked backs and waxed <laughs> like all right <laughs> opinion discarded <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> the trash, the trash it goes yeah. <laughs> speaking Excuse of trash me. um mm-hmm. are, how familiar are you with retro gaming uh only a little bit i mean i you know i i had an nes when i was very young okay so you're not uh, that played young. all sorts of snes uh Played all sorts of SNES emulators because I loved that system, um, and I at, for at one point was thinking about making a retro pie, but then forgot about it and have no desire to revisit that. Really, you have no desire yeah. to go back and play retro games. I mean, maybe, but it's like it's it's not enough of a desire for me to actually get online, order the Raspberry Pi, you know, load up the the sd card and hook everything up like i just don't care yeah um i i almost don't game at all anymore like i and part of that's you know because of the video card shortage my computer i built it in like 2013 or 2014 2014 because that's when my video card came out um and uh so i barely game now it's not even on on top of mind for me although i do have to say i bought these uh these really really nice flight sticks for a space simulator called elite <laughs> dangerous uh the game cost seven dollars the flight sticks cost three hundred dollars <laughs> yeah there is a um there's a game i think it's called steel battalion for the xbox which the the whole story you know the story of the duke controller how it's the massive controller yeah, that everybody yeah. hated except for me um, I love that. Mm-hmm. I still think it's the best controller ever. It's so ergonomic. It's only so because, bad. But you don't have fucking giant oven mitts for hands. I do, okay? I do have really big hands. I have and really, really long still, fingers. Okay. Yeah. I remember those things. And like, they're just like, they're not as terrible as everyone says they are. But no. compared to any modern controller, they're just ridiculous. They, I will say that they are still leaps and bounds better than any PlayStation control. Well, I haven't tried the new dual dual sense. Um, which I hear those are bigger too, but mm-hmm. those PlayStation controllers have always been too tiny, and I'm always bumping my very fingers small. together. That is, that is that is true. Yeah, because I, I I recently I don't even remember where I saw this, but I I recently put my hands on a original uh, DualShock for PS1, and I was like, this is tiny. Yeah. <laughs> But it's great when you're a kid. I think that's was the whole aspect. Yeah, of it was, that's the whole point. Yeah, it was because it was video for games children. for kids. <laughs> but it, that's that was kind of growing out of favor at the time. But the industry had not caught up yet. Um, Microsoft mm-hmm. kind of knew it because they were like, "We're going to build a console, but this is for like gamers, and gamers are going to be you know PC gamers rather." And PC gamers tend to be older, so we're going to yeah. go after that market. And of course, we're going to need a bigger Better controller, looking, more intelligent. You yeah, know, have more sexual partners, all that, all that well, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah. Um, yeah. But also, it had to do with the a, a, a foo bar with the 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 board itself. But anyways, uh-huh. 
different topic. So they were the, internally, Microsoft was trying to get the controller to go to, uh, to, or at least release the Japanese variant of the controller in the United States and in Europe because people hated the Duke. And so yeah. they were going to different developers and saying like, Oh, Hey, you were, this is your new game. Oh, that's great. By the way, can you sign this petition for us? Cause we're trying to get our company to release the controller that you have in Japan <laughs> in the United States. <laughs> so it, this console doesn't fail. Um, and Capcom was one of the companies they asked and Capcom was like, Oh sure. Yeah. Like we'll sign that. No big issue. By the way, while you're going there to explain to them why you need a smaller controller, we have this new controller. It's got a hundred buttons. It's got two pedals, <laughs> two joysticks and a, and a center console as well. Um, and it's going to cost $200 and it's massive. Can you get this approved? And they were like, can we wait until we get the controller out of the way and then, <laughs> and then before we go like yeah we need to shrink the size of the controller oh by the way capcom says we need an even bigger controller yeah <laughs> um it's not going to go over well so um but yeah like you can still buy these things i think right now they retail for like two hundred dollars on ebay we're not retailing yeah no, second-hand I, market. I yeah, yeah yeah um on just for one game it only works with one game steel battalion yeah you know, on one system the xbox the original xbox but anyways, getting off track. The original Xbox is my favorite console of all time. And that's mm -hmm. because you can mod the hell out of it. And there's a lot of great original games for it, too. But you can mod it to play, like, anything for fourth generation and back. It even can do, yeah. like, PlayStation and N64 to an extent in 64. <laughs> PlayStation works yeah. great. Um, bunch of great stuff. But the one after that is the original Intellivision. Because that, to me, is, like, the most nostalgic. Because... Mm -hmm. Anytime I went to visit my either one of my grandparents, I would always play there in television because they had one. Um, mm -hmm. And there's even a picture somewhere, and I'm trying to find it, of me sitting in my grandma's lap as like a two-year-old. And she's holding the controller showing me how to play. Like that's how uh -huh. the Intellivision yeah. – yeah, that's how far – like I'm so like the Intellivision, anytime I played anything, I'm just like – I'm like transported back to you know my grandparents' house and visiting them and everything. So it's very – not only nostalgic but very personal to me. Yeah. So when Keith Robinson, who was the former CEO of Intellivision, passed away, there's this guy who was a Ron Paul supporter, allegedly. I don't know. Um, I would keep, keep getting told that he's like a libertarian. I don't know. Um, he bought the rights to this company. And when he bought the rights to this company, he was like, instead of saying, like, hey, let's re-release all the old classic games, but you know, modernize them, which would have been a great idea to do, he decided that he was going to come out with his own console called the television amico and the aim of it was to kind of replace the wii which kind of sounds like a good idea until you realized okay well why did the wii u fail it's because mm -hmm. all of the casual gamers stopped playing their wii and started playing with their mobile phones why am i going to pay two hundred dollars three hundred dollars for a wii u when i can play all of my favorite games on my phone for free all the games yeah. are free i already have the phone it's it's I needed it for other things, but I can also play games on it. Great. That's the reason why the, well, one of the reasons why the Wii U failed this the controller was the other issue and mm -hmm. the marketing was bad and developer support was bad. Um, yeah. A bunch of other things, but, uh, but that was one of the reasons why it failed. <laughs> um, but he wanted to bring it back and there were some interesting things about it that I thought was okay. It sounds good. And then they released photos of it and people started going like, wait, why are you going back to the original television controller? There's a reason why that style went out and, you know, by the, by the early 80s, 
It's because uh-huh. they're terrible. <laughs> it looks like a phone. <laughs> um, it even looks like a phone, but just like a modern phone. You know, it's got like the touch uh-huh. screen and everything instead of a number pad. And he was going to do motion control, and he was going to have you know games like cornhole, where you move the you know the controller like you're bowling on Wii bowling, but cornhole. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, this is kind of interesting. And you're going to, he said he was going to not crowdfund anything. He was he's got investors and his own money wrapped up in it, and it's going to be great. All the games are going to be under seven dollars. The console is going to be less than two hundred dollars. It's going to be one hundred and fifty. So I, I have a prediction for how this story is going to end: is that all of those things came true. Okay, spoiler warning, all of them didn't. They didn't? No, surprisingly. Surprise? Wow. I don't know if you're shocked by this. Um, So it turns out his angel investor got to see a prototype of it and was like, I'm out. (laughs) Um, And so they started scrambling for, for, for cash and they started crowdfunding. Uh-huh. They're on their third round of crowdfunding. Yikes. Um, but this next round of cl- crowdfunding released an SEC document because they had to submit it to the SEC. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and they had to disclose everything. They are almost $9 million in debts because they're taking loans. And not like small business loans. No, 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 uh-huh. no, no, no. No, 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 no. We're talking almost predatory loans from like really <laughs> bad investor, like evil investors, one of which loaned them uh, almost $700,000. And in the in the stipulation, instead of having a percentage or interest on it, they had to pay two hundred and fifty dollars uh, somewhere in there, $250,000. <laughs> as as a fee plus every console they sell they have to pay him $100 $100 for every console sold until the principal has been paid off in full which they i guess they already paid off the the fees on it but still they have to pay back the the principal on it and they're not even close to that because they're $9 million in debt. They've only have a half a million dollars cash on hand and the, which they I'm said I imagine that they haven't sold a single console yet well they sold they sold pre-orders you want to guess how much the pre-order is their down payment on a pre-order is you want to guess a hundred dollars bingo oh my god <laughs> <laughs> nailed it oh beautiful <laughs> tommy tellerico was fired well they said that he stepped down fired uh-huh. uh but, but he was uh he stepped down um after a lot of issues were coming out because anytime anyone was ever critical especially a big youtuber or even a small youtuber was critical uh-huh. of it he'd come in, in there he'd slide into their dms and be like screw you you don't know what you're talking about you're oh, you God, suck. i love it you're you know you're hard r retarded <laughs> like all I of it love it yeah yeah um, and then I, I really especially love it when it's small YouTubers, like people who are like, don't have a following whatsoever, but it's like that guy found the video. He's got like Google <laughs> alerts set up for it. <laughs> yeah. He started going after people like review tech USA, Ian and Pat, uh, from the CU podcast or was, what, is, what did he go by in the, the NES punk? Um, who else has he been going after? Like, like big, big YouTubers too, going after them for being critical of it. One of their bigger, one of their bigger investors, but one of their investors, one of their most vocal investors is a guy who runs a YouTube channel, which is fairly sizable, not super big, but the guy was at Smash JT. I think that's his name. He was an investor and he was a hardcore shell for it for a while. 
finally he had enough when he noticed that the person that they replaced the CEO as uh-huh. was a guy who ran a company uh, who was making a retro video game console that turned out to be a giant scam called the ColecoVision Chameleon. Which is another <laughs> ColecoVision was kind of came out about the same time as the Intellivision. I think a little bit late after the Intellivision, or di- or didn't come out. No, I'm the, imagining. Well, the original ColecoVision did. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The ColecoVision the, 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 the Chameleon didn't. console is what I'm saying. Right, that was a scam. Out. It was yeah. a giant scam. The only thing that they ever did pay for were uh, the original molds to the Atari Jaguar, which they were going to use to make the console. Um, that was an interesting story because first they were putting like Super Nintendo boards and super nintendo cartridges and hiding them inside of the casing <laughs> of the of, <laughs> of the console and being like oh yeah this is the console actually running super mario brothers it's like why won't you let us see the back and then it turned out oh yeah yeah it was a super nintendo the whole time oh, oh no 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 we, here's the real prototype kickstarter don't kick us off for not having a prototype about us lying about it and then someone looked at it and was like that is a video capture card Here's the video <laughs> capture card. This is what it looks like. You can see all the chips here, here, here. This is the same card. And so they shut down everything, went out of business, and everybody who invested in it got scurried. One of the guys on the board is now on the is now the CEO of in, the Intellivision Amico. But don't worry, guys. It's totally coming out. It's gonna. Uh, it, it got delayed five times, four times officially. Five times, considering that they said that we don't have a release date. It'll be out in quarter one. Uh, of 2022, which originally was supposed to come out 10, 10, 2020, which is, Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, by the way, but, quarter one is now over. <laughs> yeah. So, um, are you, are you, are you familiar out. with, uh, star citizen? That ain't ever coming out, buddy. Just I know. Stop. Well, it's just stop. Uh, in, in, I know it's, it's actually, I've been looking at it. It's, it's gotten to the point where it looks like there's enough content that you can actually go and like play something and like have fun. But that game has been in development for like a decade, literally a decade. I remember I got a free, I got free access to it when I bought my Sounds like cyberpunk. (laughs) Hey, I love cyberpunk. I played it on PC. I had only two game breaking bugs in the like hundred hours that I played with and played it. Uh, It was super fun and ran beautifully and I had no problems and all of those filthy console plebs can get fucked and suck my dick you know all right now you know what it's like to have a shitty port <laughs> from a good pc game fuck you you know i'm a bit of a complete fucking retard time, but... myself <laughs> hmm? i i believe uh you know you know i'm a bit of a complete fucking retard myself yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh have you tried the next gen patch it's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's still bad. I, it's still I, I bad? installed it and it looks like crap. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, it man, looks like bad. crap. I'm it, sorry. Even on like I, I had to run on like low and medium settings on PC and it's I still looked amazing. Yeah, I, I, I ran <laughs> it on like uh, what is it uh, quality and it was running thirty frames a second. Performance is sixty. Oh, I'm are like, you on like the the, the like the low end? Uh, console or are you on the highest end Xbox? no i got a series x oh that is the okay. most oh, no, no, powerful right, console yeah. on, like the ray tracing mode or whatever it's it's frame locked to 30 that's right yeah, yeah yeah okay so doom uh doom eternal yeah uh, has a next gen patch if you want ray tracing 60 frames a second 
Yep, I know. If you want That's, balance, this is 60 frames that, a second. If you want something I don't performance, is, 120. There's no reason why Cyberpunk shouldn't on quality no, should not, be 60. That that's not fair. First of all, because the 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 ray tracing implementation in in Doom is uh, is nothing compared to what's in Cyberpunk. Like the the ray tracing in Cyberpunk is like unbelievable, and it affects everything. They've got global illumination, reflections, shadows, uh, like like everything. And global illumination is an enormous performance penalty, and this has been shown in every game that has ray traced global illumination. But it's also not fair, a fair comparison because the id tech engine is so absurdly optimized, optimized yeah. at this point. Like, it's insane. And I, this is what I don't understand is, like, why m- more developers aren't licensing that engine. It's amazing. Oh, Bethesda like, doesn't want to touch it. It doesn't make any sense why they don't want to touch it for their own I, other projects. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Like, it's, it's incredible. Like, I was running, again, on... An eight-year-old video card, which granted was top of the line when I bought it, an eight-year-old video card, I was still basically maxing out Doom Eternal on my PC, and it ran like butter the entire time. I had no hiccups. It's like, it looked beautiful. It ran beautifully. Like, I don't know why more games are not built on that engine. But even still, I've seen what um, Cyberpunk looks like on, on PCs. Not even like great PCs, just it, it works, you know, with ray tracing, it works, you know, last uh-huh. generations, you know, and it looks, it looks great. It looks like it's a great looking game. I will yeah. give it that. It's, about it's a fun game it. too. I had fun. My, the thing mm. is my expectation, I didn't have, I it did does not, not have it does any... not look nearly as good on the next gen patch. For the consoles well, there's sure no well, reason for filthy that. console pleb well, I, <laughs> well if you can get me a gtx 30 anything I, I'm, I'm down gonna, I, my, my <laughs> card is not even officially supported it's like the minimum requirements require a directx 12 card mm-hmm. i can only run directx 11 it still ran and it was fine and it looked great mm. it could have looked a whole lot better like my friend has a, a 3080 and it looks unbelievable on a 3080 like it looks unbelievable it's yeah. it's literally the best looking video game i've ever seen oh it is um, it is yeah and it's also i thought the game was fun i didn't have any of the absurd expectations that everyone else had about it being like better than gta and all this other shit what i wanted and what i got was a conversation simulator where i got to hang out with cyberpunk keanu reeves for like 80 to 100 hours which by the way and i thought was one of the worst aspects of the thing i know that, a lot of people hated it but look you know keanu, me i love the matrix like i love it's like all that look, like okay, 90s I, I love 80s keanu. and 90s cyberpunk uh like uh like cringe edgelord shit from that uh from that time time period appealed to me deeply when I was a teenager, and so like I still get some of that. Uh, I still I still like some of that. <laughs> okay, my, my personal loathing of the Matrix aside, I love Keanu. Like, yeah, he's a he's not a great actor. He is a great action actor. Like he's yeah. able to deliver lines effectively. Not great, yeah. but effectively, just he's so got, you can he, get to the next part where he's kicking your ass. Yeah, and he's and he's That's got charisma. He's and he's he's got some charisma. charisma. I think he's. I think he's likable on screen. Like, yeah, he's but a not voice like actor. He Daniel is not. Day Lewis. <laughs> I, it was fine. I thought it was exactly the same. <laughs> uh, no, it was. It was kind of cringe. Not gonna lie. It I mean, there was. De- it was definitely cringe. I'm not arguing that it's <laughs> <Okay>. not cringe. <laughs> but I liked it. 
So I have a feeling we're like this North Korea, uh, Kim Jong Un and Donald Trump shaking hands moment now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say I would say that. <laughs> yeah, I've, cyberpunk aside, um, there's not a lot of games that are coming out right now that I'm really kind of interested in at all. I've been no, just kind of either. going back on playing like older games uh, or even yeah. uh, games like uh, Ion Fury. I don't know if you played that yet. Uh, I haven't played Ion Fury, but I did play uh, some of this game called Proteus. I think we talked about this last time. Um, mm. It's it's like a it's like Doom, basically like old Doom, but new. Doom was a and great it's awesome. game. Like pixel, it's like pixelated, and it's 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 very good. Um, but yeah, yeah all those um, well, Ion Fury is, is very Night pixelated. Dive, is that Night Dive Studios that did that? What um, I don't remember. The, Ion the Fury. Developer who, yeah, Iron Fury was 3D Realms. Like they're they're using. Oh, it was actually 3D Realms. Yeah, oh, okay. they're actually they're actually using the uh, uh, the build no, engine. No, no, I know it's the same engine. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Duke Nukem. Uh, yeah, but the developer I've I've seen it and it looks awesome. Yeah, Dick Kickem, good old Dick Kickem. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like I've been playing a lot of those games. Um, I, I I'll play Doom Eternal on console or PC because that game is so mm -hmm. great. I'll put up at the oh, controls. It's so much fun. Yeah, yeah, I fucking love it. That's what I do when I'm just like bored. And I, just, oh, I got to kill an hour. Yeah. Let me just run through, you know, the gore nest. <laughs> yeah. One more run through the gore yeah, nest. I haven't, done, yeah, I haven't played that game since it came out. It's so good, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't played the DLC either, which I heard was awesome. Oh, I need to get it. I need to get it. Yeah. I, until I get a better PC, I, I'm kind of debating what, what console I should. I, I wish they would. Yeah, that put won't be until the next administration. <laughs> I'm waiting for them to put keyboard and mouse support for Doom. I don't know why they won't. Because so many other games for the Xbox now are giving keyboard and mouse support. Just oh, put I didn't it in know there. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I have a table set up. Like I like I have a little coffee table. It looks like a normal coffee table, but um, yeah. when I want, I can lift up the 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 top of it, and it lifts up, so it's like perfect keyboard and mouse height. And you can, uh -huh. <laughs> so I can just plug in a keyboard and mouse and start playing uh, first person nice. shooters with a keyboard and mouse. So it's not completely plebby. You know, it's, it's 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 getting there. It's getting there. Yeah, yeah. The Xbox is starting to turn into a PC now, especially with you know the Edge browser and the support that it's getting. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, <laughs> still a ways. <laughs> still a ways. Yeah, especially yeah. Especially with I know. games like Cyberpunk, which do also doesn't do keyboard and mouse, which I I do not understand that at all. Why not just throw it in there? It's not like you're playing online with it anyway. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they it's just. I, I don't uh, discount that cyberpunk was a disa disaster on so many levels. Like it totally was, but you know, I got to, I got a good experience out of it. I got what I wanted out of it. You know, it was, it was the Witcher in the future, basically, Which, except that it didn't, it, you know, the choices didn't matter nearly as much as they did in the Witcher games, uh, which was my big criticism. So I have, I have Witcher three. I have not played it yet, but I have Witcher three oh, on so PC. Good. I started it's it so up, good. but I never they're actually they're 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 going to be releasing a next gen patch for that. So Witcher three is going to get uh, upgraded well, like well, textures and everything like that, and also ray tracing. Oh, nice. Well, I have yeah. I have it on PC, but I don't have it's PC, great. So. It's it's absolutely phenomenal. The uh, that whole series of games is great. Like I was playing them since they came out. The first one in two thousand seven, um, which was a disaster of a. It was a technical nightmare when it came out. Like the load times were so fucking bad. And it wasn't until the, uh, and I was running like a 5,200 RPM, uh, hard disk at the time. So it was like minutes between, uh, like entering a building and leaving a building and all this shit 
Then the enhanced edition came out like a year later, uh, which reduced load times by like 80% and it, you know, fixed everything. They, uh, all the mistakes of the game and everyone's criticisms, which are two, I think is absolutely phenomenal. Um, say they did the same deal, you know, uh, enhanced edition, which are three gets an enhanced edition, blah, blah, blah. Cyberpunk is getting, you know, a release edition <laughs> now, and maybe someday it'll get an enhanced edition. Um, but the, uh, yeah, I can't recommend the Witcher games enough. They're just fantastic. Well, I hope it's better than, uh, I hope it's as good as what you say that game is. And it's not super com- fun. And not compared to what, how good you say Bitcoin is. <laughs> before we move on to that uh i got we will i will have to say though i don't think you should play the witcher 3 like you can jump in and just play the witcher 3 and get a great experience out of it but it's kind of like jumping into like the matrix season 3. four yeah like season four of game of thrones and like starting starting from there like yeah, i would if, actually recommend going on goodoldgames.com and playing through the first and second one i, th- I, I think i may have bought it on gog i need i haven't ran gog in a while I think I yeah. need to double and check, the, but the I think is, I bought it on game, there because because you told me to to get them and I was like okay, yeah. but each, it was each game. But Witcher three was way your, cheaper on Steam, so I bought it on there. Yeah, well, you can you can still import it into get Good Old Games Galaxy. Oh, okay, and and launch it from there. But the uh, but the thing is, is, you can import your saves from Witcher one into Witcher two and Witcher two into Witcher three, and there's some tangible impacts that that can have. Um, so it's 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 worth it playing it like. Like for sure, I I'm, love those games. I'm still surprised they were able to cram that thing on the Switch. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. The, that was a that was a technical marvel what they did to yeah. to do that. It was like putting Doom on the NES yeah. or the Super Nintendo. What else? Yeah. What other thing? Oh, they also put like Street Fighter Alpha Two on the Super Nintendo. I don't know mm-hmm. how they did. That. Well, actually, no, I don't right, know now I did that. Yeah, I know how they did that because I saw the modern retro vintage gamer fucking go through how he did it, mm-hmm. <laughs> or how they did it. So yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Bi- Why do you like the bitcoins? So the I'm not coin. like a I'm not a Bitcoin maximalist at all. Uh, I think I do think that Bitcoin has a lot of it does have some uh, real technical issues that can't be overcome. Like it's not it's <laughs> it doesn't compare to something like the Visa network in terms of how many transactions. It can perform, uh, you know, in a, in a certain time frame. Like, it's got scale. That's like part of the scalability, scalability issues. Issue, yeah. yeah, yeah. My biggest criticism of Bitcoin, and this has been the my biggest criticism of it since basically I found out how it worked, you know, over a decade ago, um, or maybe a decade ago. It was probably around 2010. Yeah, more than a decade ago uh, that I found out how it worked. Uh, is that it's it is the least anonymous financial transaction system ever invented what are you talking about um, it's the most anonymous thing ever it's so not it's so not it would no, it because anonymous. you know it's it's anonymous all the transactions are hit i legitimately had people like try to argue this with i know me. i I've, and I've, i was just like i don't understand read the white paper it lists it's like every transaction is being public as a feature yeah <laughs> like what are you talking yeah. about and the, the thing is that is a feature <laughs> yeah that, that it is. is a feature but not it's okay, I don't know. Like, I think there I'll is explain value it. in that. I'll exp- no, I do think there's value in it. So if you yeah. have a brand new technology, cryptocurrency, and you and you release it to the public and you're like, hey, there's this new currency and it's completely digital, and don't worry guys, it's completely legitimate. 
sure we'll have the open source, but you can't see any of the transactions. People will be like, uh, no, (laughs) (laughs) no, that's dumb. But if you release the first version of this cryptocurrency and have all the transactions public, there's now accountability. So now you have everybody's eyes on it going, looking for one transaction that's wrong and be like, Mm -hmm. ha, got it. But there hasn't been that transaction. So now people are more comfortable with that technology and their understanding of how it works and everything so that you can have something like Monero or shielded Zcash come along and be like, okay, now we have the anonymous version of it. Yeah. Great. That's what it needs. That's what it needed at the time. Right. So the fact that it's public, that's a good alpha build or at least proof of concept for cryptocurrency and blockchain technology in general. It's it's it also has value in that if if and when governments confiscate it, the it, the kind of title, the ownership of of those bitcoins, um, well, they're not. They you can't, can't. You don't change. own Bitcoin. I think you do. I think. I think <sighs> conceptually. I think. I don't. I don't want to get into that so much, but. <laughs> Uh, if if you have the private key, you essentially you control it. Okay, yeah. I'm going to so get an are... angry comment from Stefan Kinsella now. Like, how dare? Yeah, how dare you oh, not press him on this? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want to get into that. But um, but you're wrong. Carry on. Which, and this is this is a point that uh, Michael Goldstein made again, probably like a decade ago on a YouTube video that I've only seen once. Um, but if there is some sort of like confiscation, like when they did the gold confiscation in the United States. Like, yeah, they did that and they got away with it and nobody has any idea how much gold anyone had and there's no record of this or anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, With Bitcoin, it's different, is that we have an immutable record. We know the history no matter what. So even if, so if there is some massive theft of this somehow, uh, or even, you know, smaller thefts of many different uh, people's assets, like they can't really change the narrative on that. They can't change the narrative that this was that specific amounts were stolen from specific individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that is actually kind of a benefit. Um, but it is for large for large transactions moving money across the globe. It is actually pretty good. Like it's essentially yep. instant. It's it's still even with all the network delays and and fees you have to pay and whatnot. It's still faster and cheaper than Western Union. Um, it has allowed people in China to evade capital controls uh even though it's not it is pseudonymous it is not anonymous you can um, you can use it anonymously if you know what you're doing if you cross all your t's and dollar all your sort of lower I case mean, you, j's you you can you can definitely obscure what you're doing but mm. it's uh if they are interested in if you were ever targeted basically you're fucked uh you're basically <laughs> fucked yeah. yeah like they they will they will find out exactly what you've done for all of time yeah. um and so, like, there, there is that. That's a big risk. And that, that like I said, my biggest criticism has always been that it's not anonymous. And uh, the sorts of things that I would like to see cryptocurrency accomplish kind of require that. They require anonymity. Um, and we have privacy coins. Yeah. And crypto, I don't think, is going anywhere. It's, I mean, the Bitcoin network has been running since 2009. Uh it hasn't had, which is like shocking. It hasn't really had any major uh, technical breaches. There's obviously like people get 
scammed and uh and things get stolen yeah, i don't but, hold it against that i mean people yeah, people get but, people but, I mean, get net... ripped off of with with cash so yeah i don't oh, i don't yeah, fault totally. cash for that i i right i, I fault right. the bad the, actors uh, right the the network itself and the 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 technology itself hasn't really had any giant uh security vulnerabilities which is actually astonishing uh to me <laughs> there's been some, there's been there has been a, a couple that had like emergency patches uh before all the autists jump up in the comments and whatnot um but it's it's largely been very resilient and i think cryptocurrency um the 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 problem like people want to think that cryptocurrency is this like panacea it's going to give give us all of this freedom and blah 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 um but the it's like you look at what's happening in canada right now uh with people donating money to the trucker convoy using cryptocurrency is that the canadian government basically said hey if you're an exchange uh that you know deals with crypto and fiat uh here's a list of wallets that are blacklisted and you are not allowed to do business with them you're not allowed to cash out anything so that's a problem so it doesn't, it, you know, in that in that sense, it doesn't. It's not a panacea. Uh, so I mean, like there, you could don't like if if the one of the other things I would say that it's good with is like Freedom Trucker, but like, and I, I really hate the guy like on every level, and I hated him even before he became what he's more most famous for now. But mm-hmm. like, if you do like someone like who's got an Operation Paperclip, like Christopher Cantwell, uh, mm-hmm. you could give him money using bitcoin yeah and that's kind of yeah. that's very important like as much as i hate christopher cantwell and i hope he, <laughs> he fails at everything he does for the rest of his mm-hmm. life uh i don't wish him to like starve to death because he can't get a bank account yeah. that's criminal i think that anybody who advocates insane. that is incri- and, criminal and this is this is the thing like we got all of these this whole uh debanking system that now we have where people it's it's happening in canada right now which is real close this isn't across the world this is canada and it's happened to a a couple of people in the united states um but it hasn't been uh weaponized to the extent that the canadians are using it yet and it will be but they're basically just saying you now starve to death you Mm -hmm. don't you cannot interact with the banking system any money or assets that you have that are in the banking system which are denominated in your government's currency you don't have access to those and not only that if someone gives you money you cannot get it into that system again yeah you can't use your debit card anything you're basically not a person anymore yeah I and mean, if you um, if you have a coinbase account and you give to certain accounts christopher cantwell being one of them if you donate mm-hmm. any money to that the account associate any any wallets associated with him you will get your account banned and your money seized wow i didn't know that yeah damn there's also a yeah, few but, other people i think but i think but um, ethan ralph too like there was a like not not stellar people <laughs> sure, <laughs> but, whatever but still like as much as i dislike those types of people even though i follow ethan ralph but it's more mm-hmm. closely to be like what stupid thing have you done today um yeah he follows me for some reason i don't what i don't i don't understand but anyways um as, as much as I dislike those people and, and mm-hmm. I especially dislike their politics, I don't want them to fucking starve to death. No. And, and the whole thing is that the, the way in which that they're, the governments are ostensibly legally able to do this is that they were able to do it uh, for purposes of counterterrorism after 9-11. Mm-hmm. 
this they weaponized the banking system against terrorists and of course you know people like uh grandpa simpson ron paul were warning that these tools were going to be turned on the american uh, populace and they are Mm -hmm. there being the war on terror has come home essentially and this system that we have used to fight the bad guys uh is being used now to just control the populace um and so bitcoin uh while if you if cryptocurrency the weakness right now is that if you interact you have to basically have an off-ramp to using fiat money and that's where they can get you at these choke points they can still cut you off but if you transact in cryptocurrencies and if people are willing to accept cryptocurrency in lieu of cash uh and there and there are coins that aren't exactly subject to the off ramps in the exact same way there are exchanges that aren't uh complying with the with the governments in in various ways um you can escape but a lot this. of them are also getting getting busted too i mean even before yeah, a even lot before the, getting busted look at ian but, freeman but of free talk live who was running uh, a quote-unquote illegal exchange bitcoin exchange he's facing jail time the last i checked i don't know what yeah well i mean he he was explicitly doing money laundering like no. that it was a look like it, it, we you can't be like oh yeah i started a church so give me donations and it's not subject to taxes and blah. <laughs> like, like okay we know what you're they know what you're doing they yeah. know what you're doing but like but, I, but he's also been very vocal about that like he's not he doesn't yeah. do it to be like oh this, like we're totally legitimate he goes oh no we're doing this because we we don't feel that we owe the state anything and this is just yeah and how do you think they're going to react to that yeah 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 that's, um, I mean, that's completely idiotic. I, I, it's <laughs> it's funny. It's like it provides me entertainment, but it's completely idiotic. Um, I mean, it's it's but, if if your if your goal is to be like this is our ideology, this is what we want to spread. Like this is the 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 kind of worldview that we want people to be mm-hmm. interacted with. It's a good way to get attention for that ideology and get people to go like, sure. okay, yeah, that is kind of dumb yeah, that we yeah, that we have like losers. certain types. <laughs> well. Look at those I'm losers being and charitable weirdos. here, okay? <laughs> not, yeah, but you know I don't I'm, like charity. <laughs> either no, that's an equivocation. But anyways, go away. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, but my my point here though is that it's like yeah, it's not perfect, uh, but it is at least an alternative to the government systems that we have now. So what are the and fundamentals it, of, of Bitcoin, like in terms of its value? uh i'm sorry what do you mean so like what is like the the fundamentals of of i mean it's it's largely it's it's a speculative asset i think okay but it's also i think it 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 uh and i'm gonna have to borrow from uh a bit from one of my friends i i honestly i haven't thought about cryptocurrency in a long time very (laughs) uh, very hard uh but it's uh it is basically a way to to store wealth and it is is in a big way of a hedge against inflation i mean like it mm. yeah it's it's very volatile and a lot of people lost a lot of money recently in cryptocurrency mm-hmm. um, i lost about two dollars but it uh <laughs> just only two dollars um but it uh Cash. if you look at the performance of bitcoin versus the performance of the dollar it's way better than that no, i don't agree I mean, with it's, that. it's are, are you kidding no, no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> but go ahead, carry on. It's, it's. I mean, it number goes up. That's. <laughs> I think number it's, going it's, up is also as bad as number going down. Why? Because 
runaway deflation is just as bad as runaway inflation in terms of having a stable currency for for the health of a, of a of, a, of an economy sure you're not, not gonna, it's, you're not going to have not a stable currency it's not it's not a stable currency it's not a drop in replacement for the dollar right now and i would not argue that okay so I but, would say that it's. I, I would I say would that it's argue. not a currency. I would say that it's an asset that you could use to. Yeah, it's an transfer. asset right now. It's it's. I it's not money. It's not a. It's not a generally accepted medium of exchange. Which is why I don't um, really like the term cryptocurrency because I don't think that it's it'll ever be it, a currency. Uh well, Bitcoin maybe not, but I do think cryptocurrency I, I, is the. Future. I say that across. Here's the, the thing. Okay, so I got I got two on. things here, two things here that I want to say. Uh, Bitcoin has been an incredible hedge against inflation. Uh, if you we're early or late. It doesn't matter. We're experiencing very, very real inflation right now. And mm-hmm. even though the price is moving very wildly, the, the dollar is just going down. It's only going to go down for the foreseeable future. Bitcoin is, I think, in the long term, only really going to go up. It, it could um, go down. It could go down. And it has it gone down recently. So? Oh. Yeah, but I mean, like, so did the stock market. But we, but we don't know, right? Well, okay. Well, I'm not. I don't think anybody's going to. Well, there are people who would say like, put your money in a money market account, but that's a very different thing than just being like, I'm going to buy like a basket of stocks. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, but I'm, but I also, and I'm also not advocating that people put all of their money in cryptocurrency. Like that, I, that, I hope not. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm definitely. There are not people doing, who I'm do. Not, that. I'm not like a. I, 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 I know that. I know some people who do that. <laughs> um, but it's like I. I don't. I'm not a. You know. I'm not like a. You know, oh, yeah, a sorry. Maximalist. I've, I've, since since I bought it uh, like two months ago, I have lost four dollars and sixty seven cents. That's it, Dan. Yeah, you. Uh, <laughs> well, you I mean, hey, if I'm, a, if I'm basically looking... a no coiner. <laughs> Well, a I cons- used to have a quite a bit. Pleb and a no coiner. <laughs> well, my my according to my my main wallet, I've had over two billion, uh, two two billion, two Bitcoin. So, oh wow, yeah, and it, wow. I don't have it now though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but because I was like, so, oh, it's down to four hundred dollars. That fuck. But I was also giving it away like as like um, donations, like tips to like other podcasts, yeah. Liberty podcasters that I cared about. And then I go back and look at it now. It's like, wow, there's two dollars now. 300 bucks. So here's the thing where I think you're dead wrong <laughs> on the future of cryptocurrency and cryptocurrency going to zero. Well, uh, I don't think it's going to go to zero. Okay. 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 But I think so, you're dead, I mean, I think you're dead wrong on the future of cryptocurrency. But because, I will also. Because, no, no, no. Hold no. on. Let hold me, on. Let me, let me, let me add. No, no, no. Let me on. add. You hold on. I don't care. I don't let me, care. Let me okay. add. Let me add. Okay. I'll add one thing. But I also think that it's interesting to point out that eDonkey2000 still has servers active and running and used by people. But who really uses eDonkey? You probably don't, <laughs> don't even know what, what eDonkey is. Exactly. I don't. <laughs> Thank you. It was it was supposed to be the alternative to Napster. So okay, so of our four <laughs> listeners, zero of them will get that. <laughs> but the fact that you don't know it is my point. It's like that was supposed to be the yeah. big oh, this is gonna be the oh, big sure, Napster. Sure, sure. Like it. now that Napster's dead, we're like this is gonna be the new thing. Barely anybody adopted it and everybody went to LimeWare no and Kazaa. Bitcoin. Bitcoin Bitcoin will be remembered as one of the most important for good or ill. It, which is my, which is where I'm going next with this. Bitcoin is going to be remembered as uh, one of the most important events of uh, the 21st century, uh, like I, for sure, without a doubt. I and agree. I, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because, like it or not, cryptocurrency is going to be the money of the future. It might not be private cryptocurrency, though. They're going to try and make FedCoin. They're going to try and make StakeCoin. Uh, there's already governments that are that are looking into this and trying it. The Fed is certainly looking into digital assets. 
because having something like Bitcoin that is uh, under the control of the government and accepted as legal tender is their fucking wet dream. They jack off to this every single night before they go to bed because it would give them total control and total insight into every transaction that you ever mm-hmm. did, uh, that you've ever made. So anyways, let me start off by so saying it, it can not be, only wrong. so so it's it's a uh, cryptocurrency yeah, might end up being the, a a massive dystopian nightmare. Okay. I don't think it will, but it's 100% a possibility and they're going to try it. Not only wrong. You're immoral. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell me why I'm wrong. So um where will I begin? Oh, there's so much wrong with this. Okay, so uh, first of all, <laughs> cryptocurrency. I don't. I, I think cryptocurrency, specifically Bitcoin, is going to be a major historical event. It's it is now, mostly because of the blockchain technology. I think blockchain technology has great potential, and also has great applications that I don't I think, think anybody. So few, I think it has fewer applications than people say. I think that I agree. But I think, I think the it, ones that will people work. Are like, yeah, it doesn't matter about Bitcoin. It's really the blockchain that matters. <laughs> it's like you don't. It's like shut the fuck up. Right, but, uh, but shut the fuck up. But everybody wants to put everything on a blockchain, like it's some sort of panacea. Yeah, it's like, like everything. Yeah, yeah. The Intellivision that, that, Amico wanted to make all of its games NFTs as proof of ownership. Stuff that does not make sense does not make sense reasonably whatsoever to work on a blockchain they're trying to put on a blockchain yeah yeah i completely agree but the ones that are effective and and useful are very important and very useful and in that respect the blockchain is very important however it's kind of like uh it's kind of like having a hammer right like it's great for punching nails or it's great for hitting people over the head that you hate what it's really Uh bad at is like fixing a lot of like a lot of other problems that you would use things like a screwdriver for or a saw or something like that right but when you're all you're trying to do is pound everything with a hammer to fix everything okay but but when but when everything when all these magical new technologies that you're talking about that will run on that'll run on uh on blockchain people are going to look back on the invention of blockchain and the invention it's going to be bitcoin that's remembered like it will be bitcoin that is remembered satoshi's paper will be one of the most famous things. Oh, it's still, uh, it, it is. It's still, it, it is I know right it still now. is, yeah. but I'm saying it's, it's importance is only going to grow. But with currency, I think it's a bad, bad thing. Well, first of all, because as you've already pointed out, even with something like the Lightning Network, a lot of these transactions can take a long time to do. So if I'm at the mm-hmm. store and I'm trying to buy groceries and I, and I buy with a cryptocurrency and they're going to be like, hold on, we have to wait for the first, tra- we have to wait for the mm-hmm. first confirmation. Like two days later, like I, yeah, I yeah, actually, yeah. I, I, I tried to buy a uh, sound mixer, which I don't use now, <laughs> but I tried to buy a soundboard, mm. um, f- you know, for podcasting, and I bought it at Best Buy because it had the best price, and I could buy a gift card to Best Buy using cryptocurrency, and I was like, great, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go today and go get it. Bought the bought the uh, the gift card, and I waited for the first transaction for f- more than 48 hours. Now, if I'm if I'm just buying a soundboard, which I can wait for a couple of days, okay, I could reschedule a couple of days, whatever. But if I'm buying groceries or gas, never going to happen. Never going to happen as a practice. Not, not with, not with the way things going, work right now, for and if sure. And if you're going to scale it up to the point where you're going to have it as the dominant currency, that's definitely not going to work. Second, yeah, and, it, it Bitcoin, and, and Bitcoin is never going to be that. It will never function as that. I don't, I don't think that, that a decentralized network like that could be effective enough. However, I do think that if you're going to be having like, 
infrastructures around it. So like I have a bank, right? They have, you know, their own little currency or the, or they're going to be using currencies like Bitcoin or whatever. And you have the bank go, we'll handle all the transactions on the back end and we'll have like our own system. Yeah, I mean, to, it'd, be like, it'd be like digital clearing houses. Maybe you'll have something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's no reason that a lot of this stuff couldn't be done off chain and then settled on chain right. in like larger transactions. Like, like that's, that's the thing where it's like, but, I, yeah, but then you're beholden to one of these banks again, who could end up having the, the woke issue where you have like all the sure. employees trying to cancel each other out until they get, you know, higher ups and they're trying to do the, I think that's what it really, that's what woke capitalism is. It's not, it's not perfect. Yeah. Again, it's not perfect. It's not a panacea, but as an, uh, it is a, a uh, bright alternative to what we have now. I will say that the best application of blockchain by far is library. I agree, Drew. Yes. Oh, man. Odyssey is the best. I 100% is Drew. Someone, oh, we've got people doing chats. Okay. Yeah, I completely agree. Way, uh, library is is fantastic. And um, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, Odyssey is the best. Uh, if I, you, it's, it's I like, just it's wish the you guys... Would get it's currency that can't be that can't be censored. It's like yeah, but this is like videos can't be censored. Information can't be censored. It's awesome. Uh, I I will say that I wish it was easier to acquire library tokens, and I also wish it was easy. I wish Restream.io supported Odyssey so yeah, that I could be streaming really right now. To get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Restream.io. You need to start pressuring. Them also. To, also, I would not use YouTube because uh, almost all the creators I follow on YouTube are on Odyssey now. I would not use YouTube if uh, they had an Odyssey app on like Roku. Oh my God, I can't even talk Roku or oh, something like that. So I could watch it on my TV because I like to watch YouTube on my TV. Oh, on your TV. And yeah. right now I can't. I don't like, you know, I work all day at a computer. I don't want to sit at my computer and watch my Odyssey videos. Yeah. Sometimes I watch Odyssey videos on my phone. Uh, which is great, but I want to be able to watch it on my TV. You blame the SEC about LBC being hard to get. So, um, yeah, okay, uh, understandable. <laughs> and I know you guys are dealing with some legal issues, but whatever. Uh, moving along from chat, though. Um, oh, you do have a Roku app. It just sucks right now. Okay, we'll make it not suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, make it not suck. But the, you you can make your own app um, on, a, on a smartphone. You can. Um, there was a way of doing it. Odyssey has like an actually little little guide to help you through that whole process. If no, you if you have Firefox or Brave, I think also supports it. Um, at the Brave, Brave is also great, and great. Uh, and they are using cryptocurrency for a, a novel thing, which is mm -hmm. uh, how they handle advertising. Um, I think that is a good application of blockchain. It's a great. It's a great. Well, it's not just blockchain though. It's it's that's it's cryptocurrency. I understand it's, that, but I'm it's, saying it's, that's it's also coin. that's a good use. For I know <laughs> it saying, is. It's great. What what's a bad and what is a bad use of uh, blockchain is the Intellivision Amico using NFTs for games. Yes. <laughs> or uh licenses or was it no identification using blockchain. Bad idea. In fact, yeah. most forms of identification is a bad idea. Yeah, that's it's like I want <laughs> I identification don't want to be identified. <laughs> yeah. Okay, if if you want to be cattle, then fine. Get yourself get yourself yeah. an ID card. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um, but the big problem that I have with with cryptocurrency in general is just the idea of value. Like, what does cryptocurrency have as, as its like fundamental value? Like, what makes Bitcoin worth anything? Like, if I have 
that, that's, uh, Bitcoin. That's a, that is a completely retarded question. That is a completely retarded it, it question. It is a completely valuable what gives, question. What gives dollars uh, no, there is. underlying there, there is an value? Answer. What gives water underlying value? Value is subjective, Jim. Right, right. We I know understand. This. But, but, the que- but the question has an answer, and the answer is very important, right? And the answer to fiat currency is the value of it is that I'm forced to use it by the federal government. If I don't use it, I can get in trouble. <laughs> I can go to jail, uh, and I have to pay my taxes in it. That is the value that is, that is why it has value. So if, if I have cards, right, um, and, and I go out into it like a city and be like, hey, I want you guys to use this as money. People will be like, that's insane. We don't want to use your dumb money. We have this other stuff. But if I say, oh, okay, well, how about this? Uh, I give you guys cards and you use them as money. And every so often you have to give me one of those cards. And if you don't, I'm going to shoot you in the face. Well, all of a sudden now that's going to have value because nobody wants to get shot in the face, which is how fiat money works. That's why it has value. Water has value because there's a use value to it. Obviously, you need water to sustain yourself. Cryptocurrency, the entire market cap. You're, conflating, all... you're conflating economic value and people Wait. and like the the literal like biological, I would say in quotes, value. But people the, have the utility. value. Still, people people like good tasting water. So, yeah, of course. <laughs> but that's why pe- that's why it has values because people want it, right? Yeah. But why yeah. do people want Bitcoin? Because it doesn't matter. It does people matter. Want- it, no, it does matter if you're talking about the system. No, because I do, because because there are functional benefits to it. For a currency, it's very important to have a have a good reason why. So the reason why Bitcoin has the market cap that it does is because everybody who's buying into it is buying into it's, it. It's got huge now, network effects. No, it, the reason why they're the reason why it has the market cap it does is because the vast, vast, vast majority of people who are invested in Bitcoin know that if they buy Bitcoin now, they can sell it later at a higher price. So yeah, once Bitcoin becomes of, stable, yeah. if it does become stable, which I don't think it will, but let's just say theoretically it becomes stable and it's always it, $1,000. Mathematically, like, $1, mathematically, it's becoming more stable over time. Right. I mean, we've argued about this. We've argued about this before, but and I'm objectively correct on this. It's right. volatility is going down. Yeah, well, I mean, f- it's still very nine volatile. months ag- nine months ago. I had volatile. zero girlfriend. Now I have one girlfriend. It's so been, by it's that been logic, over a decade. later over I should a have decade. two, two it's girlfriends been over a decade, and then double that the time. I should have four. <laughs> Percentage wise, the price swings are smaller and smaller over time. They're still uh, big. The, 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 vol- the volatility is kind volatility of still trending place. downward and has been for a decade. No, it has not been trending downward for a decade, dude. I showed I I showed you a fucking graph, right, right. showing you this, right, and it was all over the place. I had the first, I had charts for the first right? seven years. It's been all over the place, <laughs> and then only in the last like two years did it no, kind of shrink a little no. bit. But wait, hold no. on. No, oh my god, so, no. no. Here's the thing. But Google, the, no, my God, you're completely wrong. Google about it this. and give it to me. <laughs> okay, I will. I will. So while you're doing that, I will explain it. So the if tomorrow Bitcoin, or not even tomorrow, but for the next six months, Bitcoin re- stays relatively the same price. Maybe an upswing, a little bit of a downswing of le- no less than a U.S. dollar. The vast majority of investors can be like, okay, the bubble is over. We're out. We're going to start pulling the money out, and then the price is going to drop again. And then because the price is going to drop again, there's going to be a new swarm of investors going, oh, shit, I should get in while, while the getting's good, drive the price back up, and we're back to the same volatility that we were at before. 
if not close enough. There's no way that Bitcoin could possibly ever stay stable. And the instant it does, it'll instantly become unstable again. No. Uh, well, <laughs> you're wrong on this. It is, I don't see how it could be anything else but tulip mania again. You are so stupid. Oh, my God. Why am I even friends with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're friends with Michael Malice, and he said something stupid on Twitter That's yesterday. <laughs> Okay, let me give like I said here. something stupid on purpose, but that's different. Let me see here. Oh, God damn it, Google. Oh, now you can't even use Google. Oh, the image. This is just yeah, I mean, I, I don't deny that I am a boomer. <laughs> there, I sent it to you. Uh, Line goes down. Where is this? It's in uh, show notes. Oh, boy. You're going to have me... On Discord, looking up the yeah. Uh, do What what is this? Twenty sixteen. Yeah, and it's continued. It's continued. It's continued. Allegedly continued. But again, okay. Right. So like we're seeing the downward slope, but there was a good what uh, year where it was all over the place again. Twenty twelve. So from February, oh, found a better one. Found a new one. I found one that goes through 2020. <laughs> oh, this is so terrible because my mouse we're, we're is just, unplugged right now. Oh, you blame your mouse. My mouse is unplugged. Well, yeah, I am blaming it on my mouse, but it's 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 it is honestly the max fault because I don't have enough USB Epic ports. Gamer uh, moment. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> That's a very no 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 no. Uh uh-uh. uh That is that is a. That is that that decline is now on the margin. It's still going. What down. is the line going up though? There's another line going up. I don't know what that one is. I'm just oh, uh, no. pulling images that. Here, this one actually has this a better is just slope for, for my. <laughs> <laughs> You're completely Not only wrong. wrong. This. You're immoral. I don't think I don't know that I am though. I think that I'm I'm completely correct on this, and you're objectively wrong. Okay, so, but what what gives two nerds what gives, fighting over crypto? Right, yeah, that's right. What gives what gives <laughs> Bitcoin its it, its fundamentals? Like what what is its fundamentals? So uh, if I buy gold, the, the I mean, like that it, the there's... fact that it is not subject to government control uh, on a on a technological level. Yes, the, there's a lot of things that are the off ramps. The off ramps. Okay, so, but they don't, but they, you can't, they don't, they don't have any of the benefits of, of the ability to move money across borders without any interference from the government. I, I, I will give it credit that, but I don't see how that gives it the value. Oh, it's okay, great, I'll it's give a great it credit way for that, to, it, but, it, but, but, but that no, doesn't no, no. count as its fundamentals. No, okay, Jim. But that's not a that's not a fundamental. That's not what gives it its value. It's it's saying that you're assuming that that it, is what gives it its value. No, that 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 provides utility to people. People value the ability to do that, so they are willing to pay dollars for Bitcoin. Yeah, but it, you could also that, you could also mail people money. <laughs> but that's not. Yeah, what oh gives, my god! I know that does not give federal, you could, federal reserve oh notes my god. value. How stupid! How stupid can you be? How stupid can you be? I understand that you can literally mail cash to people. That's not a very good idea, though, is it? It's pretty easy for that to get quote lost in the mail. Right. right? I mean, you, you could also lose trans. You can also lose stuff uh, by entering yeah, the wrong I know. number. I know. Yeah. yeah. 
I know you can also lose cash. Yeah. You can lose. Like, you can yeah. lose all of these things. But you, <laughs> the fact that but, I can, <laughs> I can, I can send money to someone that I've never met. But I mean, like, like, that's, I mean, that's not really a point. I'm just saying that's not a point. It's just that is valid. a point. It's no. not just as valid as anything else because that, because those because we're not using well, I mean, other you're, things. You're, to do that. you're saying that okay, so USD <laughs> because you like it's 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 bad to send money through USD because people could potentially lose it. But the same is also true for any any currency: gold, silver, Bitcoin, you name it. Right. Okay. So but I don't I don't think that's a point. It, it is it is easier. It is easier to interrupt physical transfer of physical goods than it is a digital transaction on the blockchain. However, you can regulate the, here's the thing. And this is what's been also happening with cryptocurrency. Like people say, like it's the government can't regulate it. Well, it doesn't need to regulate. You can regulate almost everything around it. Right. Um, yes, so that's correct. So like that, that's what's kind of been happening with Bitcoin, right. and all that, Bitcoin exchanges, ATMs, all that stuff. Um, so when I, if I'm going to use PayPal or here's, but here's the thing in which that is also not a problem. It's, it's, if they target you, you are, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. But there's so much, there is so much activity and so much data right now that they don't really know how to deal with it. Uh, there's, there's a ton of stuff going on, uh, that is mm, not subject to government control. And especially with like the privacy coins and, and stuff like that, that, it's happening like there there are people doing lots and lots of transactions in the dark where the government has no insight into it whatsoever nor will they ever have insight into it and that's that's a huge win that is a huge win and that, and there's massive value in that it could be like peter schiff and lose all your bitcoin by forgetting your password that is true that's true that's true that's true there's all true. sorts of shit that can go wrong like crypto there's yeah i'm, I'm not i, I like i'm not gonna like down not, any not, currency look, or any any kind of thing because of the fuck-ups of the people using it like i don't be like oh we can't we have to ban bikes because oh anna Pupper. hold on a second <laughs> oh hold on a second we're live bitch i'm back sorry about that yeah so was that the ups guy delivering your box of money I don't know. <laughs> Definitely not IRS. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, or crypto. Yeah. So yeah, like. Um, so, anyways, like I was saying, like a lot of people go, like, well, you know, Bitcoin. You know, the government can't ever regulate Bitcoin because you know, I mean, it's entirely possible. It would be, it's entirely possible, but very improbable that the government could like infiltrate the you know the the dev core team and convince a bunch of miners to insert this kind of code that seems like it could have a good application but really has some sort of backdoor that allows them to you know have I don't think that that it's I don't think that that's conceivable at all I think it's not conceivable because it could because developments being done in the open and everyone is not only trying to attack Bitcoin on on a technological level but they're also trying to protect it right I I agree that it's in, extremely improbable that that something like that could happen, but it's theoretically possible <laughs> like that something like that mm-hmm. could happen. It would have to take all the actors to be done. So to say that it's like impossible for them to do it is not wrong. It's highly improbable 
very improbable. But the, what they don't ha- they don't have to do that. Well, all they have to do is just sure. regulate everything around it. Oh, you want to sure. accept Bitcoin? Well, you have to go through our t- payment transaction things, or your the pay- payment transaction things that you're using are highly regulated. And in order for you to use it, you have to supply your your tax information yeah, and, and, and all until, that. All those transactions they, have to be regulate to things IRS. to such a point. Until they regulate yeah. things to such a point that makes it so painful for people to exist that they say, fuck you, I'm not following the law. But we've seen that people do follow the law. Look at the right, pandemic. for now, because, because things, uh, yeah, but I don't think that they'll get away with that again. I really don't. Mm-hmm. People are fucking fed up and <laughs> mad. People in our in our circles are fed up and mad. The pe- the people that are all, I, they're also people who are fed no, up and people, mad that we're not going is, along. No, no, no. Sure, <laughs> they are, but we are literally segregating. We are right. self segregating into different states now, and like the blue tribe and the red tribe, they're not going to live together anymore because we can't because we don't have shared values. And I don't think that the United States as a single political unit is long for this world. I don't know. I'm not making a prediction on this because I, you know, I'm always wrong about timelines and everything like that. But the, the idea that we will be a single political, this is, unit, this is the worst time. United by the States. Way. Are you kidding? This is the best timeline. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh my gosh. You just, this is, no, see, this the, is the your, best your, Trump. Your no, the, Friedmanite philosophical. No, the best one is where Trump got brain. reelected and he abolished the amendment that allowed him to be a president for, for infinity. And then he got this shiny new robot body and we have him forever and ever <laughs> like fucking robo Nixon. Okay, that's the that best may be one. True. That may be true, <laughs> but we're not that far off from that timeline. We're like maybe two, one or two timelines removed from that. Okay, I will say the timeline where Hillary Clinton won would, would have probably been worse. We were, yeah, we've already would have been halfway through the the Russian war already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it's you can the, look at like what's going on in Canada right now. You've got the trucker protests. You've got the, uh, the, the number of gun sales in the United States uh, is year over year. It's increasing by just enormous percentages. The, and I don't, like I said, I don't think that we're going to stay like 50 years from now. There's not going to be a United States. There's um, going to be. I'm really hesitant. Many, to, I will say I'm really hesitant to make any kind of predictions like that because anything I'm can not. happen. You know, sure, anything can happen. We might all be dead. You know, <laughs> right, anything who, can happen in terms of where you're going. I, I, here's what's going to happen. I will say this: is that we're going to get the next like, well, the Democrats were and Republicans were switched. We're going to get that kind of moment. We're going to be, oh yeah, the Republicans and the Democrats were switched. No, there's no, um, there's see that's that's like in regards to COVID. thinking. There's there's no there's no <laughs> going pill. back. There is no going back on this. Like I mean the the. They're going to tr- they're going to try. I'm not going to say it's going to be effective. I'm going to say they're going to try. Everything's coming unglued. They like, already are I, trying. That's what they're doing with that clip that we oh, played earlier. That's what they're know, doing right now. They're trying to, they're trying to walk back. The first, yeah, yeah. Because because <laughs> their internal polling right now for the midterms is apocalyptic. The Democrats are going to get if yeah. if they were to continue course with what they were doing early this year and certainly if they just continued course like they were at the end of last year, they would be it would just be an absolute massacre at the polls um and they know that so they are trying to walk this stuff yeah. back as oh, yeah. fast the as the lockdowns they that was can. that was a trump administration thing they already did that that was not no 
no, Trump no, no, administration did not do any lockdowns. It was all I, states. I know. And I agree. I'm saying that that's what Jen Psaki is already saying. Oh, sure, 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 yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, I don't yeah. believe that. Yeah. If I did say something like that, you should you should have responded with, uh, are you yeah. retarded? So he, <laughs> I know you're not retarded. But what are you, Down syndrome? I, I, I can never run out of uses for that clip. I know. That, I don't know if you've so, seen my, so my media timeline. It's like 25% that clip. <laughs> yeah, my, mine too, but it's, uh, well, not mine too. I don't know. I didn't say that. Uh. <laughs> well, you don't have Twitter. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. Yeah. Uh, but it's, that and uh, this. Shut up, bitch! <laughs> yep. <laughs> but I also routinely just delete my all my tweets, so. Oh. Uh, Alleg- allegedly. Yeah, I, uh, all my tweets from like 2008 are still up, and I have no plans on deleting them, ever. Biden is a failure is trending on Twitter. Yeah. Allegedly. I got I got to preface it by allegedly. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to get canceled. Oh, Biden is great. All the lockdowns were great as of uh, you know two two months ago, but now it's bad. That was all Trump. Uh, Trump mm. bad. Orange man bad. Orange man yeah. bad. Orange man bad. Orange man bad. You're doing well. You're fitting in. Thank you. I, I try. <laughs> all right, man. What do you say we wrap this up? I gotta. Get my beauty rest. You got to get your beauty rest and you got to open up that, that wonderful package of money from you got from the UPS. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and honestly, I got to, you know, I got to go play my house music and and, uh, and all that. Oh, God, dude. You should have just told me you were <laughs> masturbating. Anyways, um, this show is brought to you by Amazon. You can also support the show by doing all of your Amazon shopping through us. You won't pay a cent more, but we will get a cent more. Uh, by using shop.lowberts.com. Also, check out our store, store.lowberts.com. Uh, and you can check out <coughs> DeSauce's Twitter account, which is at... Uh, oh, it's deleted. He yeah. doesn't have it no more. It allegedly. is dead. But you can check out his very active YouTube page, which his last upload was <laughs> over six months ago, where he was saying that he was going to start up his channel again and get very more active, like he did two I mean, years I was ago. Going to, but Excuse then, like... Me four years ago where he said he was going to be very, much more active and that was the last video he uploaded on his channel for another six years. I had grand plans, years. man. Yeah. Allegedly. I had grand plans. <laughs> <laughs> and you can check out my new YouTube channel, Jim Lobert Jesus, because YouTube liked to demonetize my channel completely, which I, I don't care. I don't want to make more money off them because that's going to make more money for, for that. But that also gets me F-U-C-T on the algorithm, so go subscribe to there also at jimjesus.com thanks for and, coming uh, on thanks for i got coming. one more thing to plug if you are going to be in austin texas on uh march 1st uh i am going to be doing a one hour tech house set at bijou lounge on 6th street okay so there you go <laughs> you can go listen to corona while catching corona <laughs> worms